It's time to lock in. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, exciting, thrilling finish. Live from Mobile, Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP presents 99 yards away. Win this game for one another. The final drive with Corey LaBounty and Nick Wiggins. Do your job and play together. The final drive. Live on 105.5 FM and streaming on the Sound of Mobile app. I cannot believe it! Corey LeBounty joined by my man Nick Wiggins coming to you live at the 30th anniversary fall football preview party at Heroes on Hillcrest. We look forward to everyone coming on out. We'll be here until 6 o'clock p.m. And Nick Wiggins, it doesn't take long for the party to get started as we have Sherman Williams in the building. Shake 20 joins us early and often here we promised you sherman williams sherman williams is in the building of the, course the best parties start at 3 p.m and a- end at 7. absolutely <laughs> absolutely and again you look at sherman williams his resume is impeccable wins a state championship in high school at blunt wins a national championship at alabama then turns around and wins a world championship with the dallas cowboys Sherman Williams, welcome to Heroes and our WNSP Fall Football Party. Man, it's a pleasure. It's a blessing. I'm I'm very grateful to be here today. Got great food going on, salad, fries, mozzarella sticks, heroes. Hey, I I hadn't been here in a while, but I'm glad that I was invited today to be a part of this show, this kickoff, this party. Hey, man, it's it's, it's just a blessing, man. I thank God. Sherman, I know that you start with football. I mean, this time of year, you've been playing football since probably peewee football. And Correct. It, it's that time of year now where last year, your first opportunity to get into high school coaching, coaching yes. at Williamson High School, you guys open up next Friday night against the number nine ranked MGM Vikings. I know things are exciting with Antonio Coleman and the Williamson Lions. Yes, it is, man. It's a great opportunity to interact with the youth in Mobile County and have players to come out and, and, and be a part of their lives and, and that type of thing. Football has been very dear to me for a very long time. And to get get an opportunity to share my knowledge and my experience with the younger generation is just an awesome thing. And I feel very grateful that I've been allowed this opportunity. And, and uh, Coach Coleman over there, Antonio Coleman, is doing a great job. He's a great leader, a good good guy for the situation, what's going on with uh, high school football. Man, it's just a good experience, and I'm just looking forward to my second season as a running backs coach over there at Williamson High School. And I just want to continue to grow our efforts and what we're doing and just try to get to the next level. You know, try to win some games and uh, have some fun, affect some youth in the community, and just enjoy the ride. You know, uh, so you're not the only one on that coaching staff who has experience playing football at some of the highest levels. What are you teaching those guys based off your experience that only you are able to teach? The thing that would just surprise them coming from someone who has actually played the game and lived out some of their dreams uh hard work is underrated in in football you know people have an idea and think that 
football just shows up on Sundays or Saturdays or Friday nights. They don't understand that it's a grind during the week. That weekday grind is where we have to focus and, and, and teaching those children how important that weekday grind is and getting to the game. You know, from my personal experience of of going through it and being there and understanding that hey, you have to rely on your training in certain situations. You know, you can have the athleticism and you can be the most talented, but at some point that training is going to have to kick in. And that's, that's right. one of the things that is overlooked by some of the people that are in position to teach and coach. It's not only that, Sherman, you also have your Palmer Williams group, and the foundation has done a phenomenal job continuing to grow within not only here in the Mobile, Alabama area, but really nationwide. Yes. Talk a little bit about your Palmer Williams group as well. Well, David Palmer is my partner. Uh, we both play football for the University of Alabama. Uh, won a 92 championship team, so we understand um, winning and, and going on and playing in the NFL. David uh, played with the Minnesota Vikings, myself with the Dallas Cowboys. We started an organization in 2011 that we're going to target children that were um, socially disadvantaged youth, Ch children that probably didn't have some of the resources that were necessary to produce and be a, a, have a productive life and getting encouragement and information that will lead them to a, a, a life of uh, happiness and peaceful. So we wanted to start this program, man, and offer the children information. It's basically an academic program, but our platform is sports. And football is our number one, but we have now the High Point Cowboys have spinoff of the Palmer Williams group. And the High Point Cowboys is located at High Point Park in 8 Mile, Alabama, which is a suburb of Pritchard where, you know, we have a, 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 a football team, a football program, but we also do basketball, baseball, soccer, and cheerleading, and baseball. Um, so we try to keep the children motivated through sports, but academics outside of the school is what we like to teach. We teach skills such as like LifeSync Academy, which focuses on uh, financial literacy, teaching children the importance of financial literacy, those types of things. And, and, you know, once we get them in the program, then we're able to capture their imagination. And that's what sports does for us. It gives them an opportunity to interact, bring them in, talk to them, give us a close and in-depth uh, opportunity to be face-to-face -face with those youth that are struggling, uh, having uh, problems and issues, so we get to learn a lot more about them when we get them in our sports programs. Sherman Williams joining us here live at Heroes on Hillcrest. Come on out and join us for our 30th anniversary fall football preview party right here on Hillcrest. We're at Heroes. And again, Sherman Shake 20 also has been very busy as an author. The Crimson Cowboy is something that I know is near and dear to your heart. I know when I had an opportunity to see you back in 2018 in Miami Correct. when Alabama was playing Oklahoma down in the Orange Bowl, yes. you were promoting 
promoting the Crimson Cowboy, and since then there's been another edition Correct. of the Crimson Cowboy to come out. Tell us a little bit about what the Crimson Cowboy is. The Crimson Cowboy is a two-part a two-part volume, one and two. A third volume is in the making. It's a chronicle of my life and my life experiences of winning a championship on every level, state, national, and Super Bowl. But it's not only the, the fun time and the high rise. It also depicts the life of crime and su substance abuse, uh, deal, dealing with the different criminal behaviors, overcoming obstacles. Uh, serving jail time, being in a federal trial. So it, it, it has a up and down. And everyone that reads the book, they always come to me and tell me about the amazing stories and hearing about it, things that they never even thought uh, could imagine. I had wives tell me about husbands that never read. And when they get this book in their hand, they just couldn't put it down. It's everywhere, all over the house. So it must be very interesting. You know, I wrote it, so it's my life, life story. I personally wrote the books myself. So uh, I was just amazed that people had a great response to it. And, and now it has a Allow us to raise funds for our organization. All the funds, 100% of the funds, I donated to the Palmer Williams Group, so we use that to, to cover some of the expenses. We still have a multiple of expenses, but it helps when people purchase books, and it gives us an opportunity to raise funds. And uh, the funds and proceeds benefit our youth development program. So we just want people to read the story, learn more about it, get a, get a close and in-person in view of my lifestyle, my life as a kid, as an adult, as an adolescent, just a, a story of my life, the Crimson Cowboy. It's the title of the Crimson Cowboy because, you know, the Crimson Tide and also the Dallas Cowboy. So right. it's a mixture of the two, the Crimson Cowboy. So that's what it is, and I hope everyone can go on CrimsonCowboy.com and uh, make a purchase. If you go on CrimsonCowboy.com, you get a signed autographed copy and sent right back to you through the mail. So everybody support the cause, man. It goes and helps a great cause, what we do with the Palmer Williams Group. Well, And, and it's also admirable. You know, you don't hide your scars. You've Correct. learned from them, and now yes. you're helping other people learn from, you know, your past mistakes Correct. and missteps. Correct. What? So if I'm looking to buy the book, what in that book would you say is maybe the funnest story? What can you give me like a preview to make me want to buy it? Well, I tell everybody, man, it's a big dream. The book is, a, is an expensive dream, you know, and it talks about winning the Super Bowl, sure. and it talks about the journey to get to the Super Bowl, and it talks about this story of uh, being at the actual Super Bowl game. And, and a lot of people are intrigued by this story. I hear this story from most people that do get the book. And it's a story about a dream I was having and as we was getting ready to play in the Super Bowl. And the story goes on and on and on and on. And then people get the awareness of what it's really about. Sure. So it's the dream. That's chapter one of the book, The Crimson Cowboy. The title of the, uh, the chapter is The Dream. So when people get the book, just look for the dream. It's a great story. I don't want to spoil it for them. So sure. when they get the book, they can read it and there be intrigued go. by the dream. I'm intrigued. I, I will say this. The dream that you had when you were at Blunt High School, you had the dream coach, yes. and that being Ben Harris. Correct. And him setting the foundation and being that rock for yes. so many young men Absolutely. coming through the 90s, not only at Blunt High School, but several other schools Correct. as well. Coach Harris, again, being a Tomoville or LaFleur Rattler, 
color in his blood, it wasn't just the orange and green he wanted to give back to. It wasn't just the purple and white he wanted to give back to. Or the, or the green and, and white from Viger. He wanted to give back to all kids. He Correct. didn't care about that. And I know, talk about what Ben Harris meant to you as a mentor and still means to you. Yes, Ben, Coach, Coach Harris, as we would always give him the respect to be called Coach. But uh, Coach Harris was... Um, a, a, a staple in the community. He was a father figure for many. He was the man that we went to when we had personal issues, when we had family issues, when we had on the field issues, off the field issues. He encouraged everyone. He taught us the importance of having a faith and believing in Christ Jesus, and he, he understood the importance of that and instilled those type of uh, memories in us. And just having someone of Coach Harris' statue to be in, in front of us as a leader. It just was a special thing, you know, for our community of Pritchard at that time was uh, not economically stable and just going through a lot of things. Um, it just wasn't a place where you would look for hope that you would turn to and, and have a program, a high school program that goes on to follow the leadership of Coach Harris and then goes on to win the state championship and established a foundation that went on to win multiple state championships. And that was just a great experience, and that was just something that, you know, I will cherish the rest of my life here on the earth and always be grateful to Coach Harris for the time, the effort, the energy that God allowed him to spend in our community. So you're... You're, you're teaching at or coaching at uh, Williamson. Correct. Let's get a little bit into the X's and O's. If I, let's yeah. say I'm a young high school running back. Correct. What are you able to teach me or some little tips and tricks that you yourself are able to give that other running back coaches might not be able to? Well, you know, at this high school level, a lot of kids don't understand, especially at the running back position, really don't understand the importance of pass protection. Okay. You know, and how far pass protection can take you in the, in the next level if you can pass protect because that's one of the lost arts of being a running back. And people don't understand it if you're not a football person. Sure. You know, you pass protect. What is pass protect? What, where where they do that on the field? Mm -hmm. You know, that's that don't we, get me a touchdown. No, they, <laughs> they don't understand if you if you mention the term pass protect unless you actually in, in involved in football. You can be a player, or a coach, or a commentator, or whatever. You know what pass protection means, but it's important. And to shoot your hands and bring your hips. And foot movement, you know, you, your foot, your feet have to be in a solid foundation in pass protection. So the, those little things, little techniques that will give you an advantage in pass protection. And being a good pass protection protector can extend your career. Sure. On whatever level it is. If you're a good college player, you can be a better college player if you uh, running back, if you know how to pass protect because the coaches are going to be more reliable with you because of that one thing, pass protection. So that's one of the sneaky tips that we try to instill into our running backs that I try to put into the running backs the importance of pass protection. 
Williamson High School takes on Mary G. Montgomery next Friday That's night at Alma Mater, by the Stadium. Way. Yeah, he's an MGM That's Viking. That's right. Spell so it backwards. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a, a great matchup. And, again, yes. looking forward to high school yes. football kicking off here very soon. And you look at from the high, high point Cowboys out practicing in the 100-degree heat Correct. all the way up to the NFL level. Yes. It, it's extremely hot, but you have to have a desire and passion to put on those pads and to go out there and play. And we thank you so much, Sherman Williams, Shake 20, for stopping by here. Right. At the and, and he's still here, so look, if you want yeah. to meet him in the flesh, yeah, come, come, come through. Come on he's by. here, and yes, we got sir. more special guests on the way. I got uh, opportunities for people, too, now. We do okay. I offer a sponsorship uh, opportunity that people can go and sponsor a child to participate in youth football. You know, it's a $100 registration fee in a, a, each individual. We definitely need as much sponsorship because some of these children that are lost in the, in the sauce, as we say, That's right. are, are not getting the, the uh, opportunity to participate because financial reasons, parent, parents, or whatever it is might, might have uh, be able to afford $100 of discretionary funding to be able to support a, a young person. So we try to get other people in the community that maybe have those funds available that can sponsor a child for $100 to cover their registration costs, which comes with the uh, the equipment, the use of an equipment, the um, uniform, the game day uniform, the insurance is covered, and also the registration fee to whatever league we're participating in. So we offer that for people who are community-minded people and want to support and be a part of something that's going to be having a good positive effect on a young person's life, a child, an adult, a, a child, an adolescent, or, you know, a young young kid. Come on by and have an opportunity to meet Shake 20 Sherman Williams, yes. former state champion at Blunt, former national champion of the Alabama Crimson Tides 92 yes. team, and former world champion with the Dallas Cowboys. He'll be here for just a little while longer, so you want to make sure that you come on by Heroes right here on Hillcrest to celebrate WNSP's 30th fall football party. We'll be right back here on the final drive. Yes. Hi, this is ESPN founder Bill Rasmussen, and you're listening to WNSP Mobile. Welcome back to WNSP's 30th anniversary fall football preview party, coming to you live from Heroes, located on Hillcrest. Of course, we just had Sherman Williams shake 20 on with he's still in the building folks so if you have an opportunity to come on by he mentioned that you can go ahead and meet, not only meet him but give back to the palmer williams group and support a young person that is participating with the high point cowboys organization and sponsoring a youth that's a great opportunity for you not only to meet sherman williams who was one of the few people that have won a high school state championship a national championship along with the world championship there's not too many people that can say that they've had the trifecta going on for them but i tell you i have the main man, John Rochetti, I, I finally get a chance to see him face-to-face -face because I always on Mondays get a chance to introduce him during our segment. But John Rochetti's in the building, folks. 
Always a great time to be here at Heroes. Just had a good talk with uh, David Rass from Heroes, and uh, things are looking good. Place's got a great crowd here early on at uh, here at Heroes and uh, Westmobile, and uh, place looks great. You guys doing a wonderful job as usually. 30 years. I I want to say I think I was at the first. I might have been at the first one, I think. See, that, that's good stuff. And, and look, they all run together. Yeah, Rache, yeah. They all run together. Once you get past one, it just goes on and on and on. But, Rachetti, you know, we always get a chance to, to talk about what's going on in the world of golf. And there's plenty going on. You would think that, of course, it's next month they prepare for the Ryder Cup teams. Yeah. I know that that's going to be who's going to be in, who's going to be out, the decisions that go into that. Well, I know the Zach Johnson. I mean, obviously they got the round the today's first round of the round two of the FedEx Place playoffs, the BMW Championship in Chicago. I see Fitzpatrick tied to that tied to the top of the leaderboard, four under par. So, Rory's playing well. He's at three under last I seen, but he's still got about six or seven holes to go. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's we're gonna know this is the last event. I believe to qualify from the qualifying points, even though some guys might be in the tour championship next week. And if they do real well, uh, you know, Z uh, Zach Johnson might look at them and pick them next week. But as far as qualifying points wise, it ends after this tournament. So a lot of decisions to be made. Um, it's going to be some tough ones. I mean, uh, is somebody's going to be left off that team. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people aren't giving the European team a lot of credit. Because um, a lot of a lot of not a household names on that team this year, Corey. And but I can tell you this, um, they're going to be good. The European team, we you know they're going to be in September, as you said. It's going to be in Rome, um, so it's going to look looking forward to watching that. And you know we'll see. I mean, uh, hopefully Brooks Kepka, he's I think he's fifth or sixth on the points list, and he's probably got a chance that he'll be bumped out of the top six. And then the big question mark, he's going to end up probably seventh or eighth. Does Zach Johnson take Brooks Kepka? Um, so that's gonna. There's a lot of storylines to follow um, here in the next few weeks for sure. Well, I tell you, to be taken care of now, you have Lee Shervanian that has actually entered the building. You can catch up with Lee Shervanian. Mark Heim is also here. John Rachetti, Michael Bronner, Nick Wiggins. We're here. It's going to be at Heroes. You cannot beat the environment and the atmosphere that's going to be here at Heroes. Dr. Doom, Robert yeah, Brazil, Brazil. Yeah. has just entered the building. NFL Hall of Famer. Yeah. So this is the type of party that we're going to have at Heroes Sports Bar and Grill. You can't beat the great WNSP 30th fall football preview party that we're having in Rochetti as we just talked a little golf as far as from a college football team you, you do have the Georgia Bulldogs that are back-to-back yeah. -back yeah. national champions the Alabama Crimson Tide comes in at number four in the preseason AP poll do you think the Tide can actually win the West and you'll have Georgia versus Alabama in the SEC championship well, Corey, I'm in Tuscaloosa every weekend, so, uh, you know, I'm in Tuscaloosa all the time. I'm, I got a little uh, a little biased towards, even though uh, even though I'm raised in Canada, but I'm biased a little bit to the Crimson Tide. I'm, as, as I mentioned, I'm there every weekend. Uh, but I, I think the Crimson Tide, I mean, you know, they're kind of under the radar. You know, national people are not giving them much hope as far as, you know, uh, winning the whole thing. So, I, you know, Nick Saban, I think... Uh, 
I think they're going to surprise some people. Yes. Do I think they can? We can see a showdown between Georgia and Alabama in the SEC championship game. One hundred percent. Not only that, let's move it up to the next level in the NFL. You and I were talking off of the air about the New Orleans Saints yeah. and the addition of David Carr and the yes. excitement that he's brought to the New Orleans Saints franchise. And that's what they've been needing since Drew Brees' departure a couple of years ago. Do you feel the Saints can go ahead and not only make the playoffs, but make it a deep run into the playoffs? Uh, I, you know, as I said, I, I try to attend a game or two every year. I watch the Saints. Pretty religiously every weekend. I think uh, the Saints, as I told Sherman and yourself off there, I think they're they're going to be. I think they're a sleeper. And what I mean by that is, I think there's a good chance they could win ten to twelve games this year, somewhere in that range. Uh, I, you know, I think they can do it. I mean, uh, Carr is a really good quarterback. He's been a really good quarterback on a bad team for a long time. Um, Maybe this is it. I mean, you know, they got a lot of good players on the Saints, and hopefully their defense should be all right. Um, I think they're, I think they're going to be all right. I think, uh, and then if you look at the NFC, you know, especially the South. I mean, I, I, I don't see why they couldn't win that division. Absolutely, John Rashetti joining us here live at Heroes on Hillcrest, located by the University of South Alabama. We're celebrating WNSP's 30th anniversary fall football preview party. Lee Shervanian in the building, Mark Heim in the building, Michael Brauner, Nick Wiggins. We have NFL Hall of Famer Robert Brazil. Dr. Doom himself is joining us. Of course, Sherman Williams, Shake 20, is still here with us before he has to go ahead and get out to Williamson High School as they're practicing and preparing for the MGM Vikings next Friday night. Come on out. Don't forget to register. Not only will you get a T-shirt, you'll get a chance to meet our special guest. You'll also have an opportunity to register to win that huge flat screen smart television that Bailey's TV and mattress is giving away along with that $1,800 leather recliner from Vero Fine Furniture will make great additions to your man cave. So come on out and celebrate with us here on the 30th anniversary of WNSP's fall football preview party. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Joe Godfrey. I'm a big fan of 105.5 WNSP Sports. Welcome back to the final drive here on WNSP 105.5. It's an honor and a privilege to be joined by our next right. special guest. It's not every day you get a chance to talk to an NFL Hall of Famer. Now, I love to go back and watch the old NFL films to see Dr. Doom, Robert Brazil, go ahead and dominate for the Houston Oilers. And prior to that, of course, at Jackson State and, and then at and Biger High School, <laughs> you, you have to love that combination because, again, when you get into the NFL Hall of Fame and you have a chance to, to recognize not only the community that you grew up in, the high school, the college that you go to, talk about the emotions when you saw a couple of weeks ago the NFL Hall of Fame induction ceremony what did it bring you back to and you remember in your time being on that stage being inducted first of all Nick, this is this is a time where you just relate to all of your 
heroes of that. And I felt like in my fifth year that it was my first year <laughs> again when you see people like we honor Jim Brown, mm -hmm. his death, and the legacy that he passed on to my classmate, Ray Lewis. You know, they left Jim's job over to Ray. But to see the validation of all the hard work that goes on in football, it is so many football players that have been on the football field Nick is a very rare few of us. It's 372 now in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And that means so much to the people that's got it. But it also means that there's so many people that need to be put in that position. You know, I have a next Hall of Famer that I'm predicting that's coming out of Mobile is going to be Willie Anderson. Yes, sir. You know, I can't wait to see him and what he's going to have to present to the Hall. It is such an honor, man. You know and it's life-changing. You know, I think if you saw me and you saw me in 2018, you look at me now, you say, wow, what happened to Robert? Now he's looking like a linebacker. <laughs> hey, I tell you, and, you know, that was pre-COVID. And again, you, and look, he looks like he's ready to go ahead and take some snaps today, as a matter of fact. And we're speaking with Hall of Famer, Dr. Doom, Robert Brazil here, located live at Heroes on Hillcrest. Come on out and be a part of our WNSP 30th anniversary fall football preview party. And Nick, when you sit next to a Hall of Famer, when you talk to a Hall of Famer, I have on my Faulkner State State Championship ring, but it can't come close to an NFL Hall of Fame ring no, no, that's no. on Dr. Doom's that's fingers. Right. And, and also, you also look at this time of year when we get started with high school football. That's where it starts. I know Viger has their on-campus stadium, and they're getting ready for oh, a man. huge rivalry big, with big Viger rivalry. and Blunt. It's going to be off the chain Saturday when they kick off, and that matchup, you you can throw the record books out. You can look at the tailgate and the atmosphere that surrounds that Viagra and Blunt game. What does it mean to you being a former Viagra grad? For me, uh, I just wish it was still at Viagra this year. <laughs> but where, where things are, I know they, what they had to do, they had to do for personal reasons and good reasons for the kids and the fans. This is a game that when you got Pritchard against Pritchard, that's Viagra against Blunt. Uh, I mean, I be, I believe, I went to Blunt. People don't believe I spent one year at Blunt. Okay. So, but Transfer I, portal? I, no, no, no. <laughs> Back that time, Nick, it was a time that you didn't have a choice. The oh, okay. Said, this is where you That zone, county line decided where, where you, you were. Yeah. That's right. So I have some true friends and cousins that played at Blunt. A good friend like Noah just walked in. <laughs> yeah. It's a rivalry. I mean, yep. it's the best man. It's going to be first blood. We ain't taking no prisoners. I love it. I, I love it. I love it. And you look at Viger a couple of years ago being state champions, getting Blunt, uh, excuse me, getting Viger back on that map and, and that blue map, as a matter of yes, fact. When you when you go to Birmingham and you're around that excitement and you see the kids battling and winning that state championship, what does it mean to you to see your former alma mater hoist that trophy, trophy up and becoming state champions? It's just like, if you know, you got three or four kids and all of them happen on Christmas. <laughs> I mean, but it's a different feeling. You know what it takes. You cannot go through Mobile County 
and go through Montgomery County and all these other counties and be a champion. Mm -hmm. You got to be doing something on the football field. I give credit to the coaches and the kids that went there. You know, we went back to back during the years when I was coaching, and I knew what it take. It, it, I mean, it was balls out every day, You're taking no prisoners, a lot of heartaches, a lot of things that people don't understand that goes with football to be a champion. And when you can be the best in Alabama, you can be the best in a whole lot, a lot of more of the states. You know. That's right. That's right. I, I think that when you look at your process, leaving Viger, going on to Jackson State, let's talk about Jackson State. Of course, the last couple of years, some guy named Dion, Dion Sanders, right. little, little known name, little, little known, known name, name <laughs> has definitely brought a lot of publicity to our SWAT HBCUs and the importance that Dion shined that light on the HBCUs the first time ever college game day goes and is on the campus of an HBCU and a SWAC school. Talk about the excitement that you've seen the last couple of years that, and it still is at Jackson. Is there, Jackson State is coming to Mobile to play. And they're coming back. Yeah, and they're, and they're coming, coming back, back to Mobile to play Alabama A&M again. Well, you know, um, Dion was a blessing for us. You know, since the years that I walked on, so Nick don't know that I was a walk-on at Jackson. That's right. It teach me. Teach me. <laughs> so, Nick, back when I graduated from Viagra, uh -huh. he had a team across town called the Murphy Panthers. Okay, I've heard of playing Viagra. That's right. We were both 7-0. and zero. Okay. On the opening kickoff, I kicked off and broke my arm. Oh, dang. Boom. Every scout that was in that stadium, literally walked out of the stadium. Everybody got off Rob. You didn't know this, did you? No, I didn't. So, now, I'm wondering where I'm going to go to school. Y'all know Troy State? Yeah. Troy offered me a letter of intent. I signed the letter of intent that day because they was the only somebody offered sure. me a letter. So, now, Nick, you're a young man. That's right. But back in the early 70s, it wasn't too many two-piece swimsuits in Mobile. Okay. <laughs> so, my mom and my dad's going to take myself and Ricky Young, who played with the Minnesota Vikings, up to visit the campus. We pull up on campus, and every young lady up there was stretched out and neglected in the two-piece. My mom said, told my dad, turn the car <laughs> Get back wow. in the car. Turn the car. Wow. No, no, we didn't get out. We didn't even get out. The coach is still waiting on us today in 2003. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so now I got to find a school because I can't go to school. Right. Mama got to so approve. Mom, She's got to approve. approve. So I got a cousin that played for Jackson State. His name is Anthony Gill. I called Jacob. I said, Jake. Could you give me a, a introduction to Bob Hill, which is the head coach? J.K. played up under Bob, Don Reese, and uh, John Tate from Mobile is already up there. So we drive up and knock on his door. Bob walks out of the house. He never looked at Robert Brazil. He looked down at Ricky. Hey, son, can you catch? He said, yes, sir. He said, can you block? He said, yes, sir. I give you a scholarship. I need somebody to block for Walter Payton. I had never heard the name in my life. Never heard the name. I said, what about me? And y'all, when I say this, I get chills and ambition when I say this. He said, son, you got to make my team. That was the first time a blue chipper 
and somebody that told me I had to make my team, make his team. And that's how I became a walk-on to Jackson. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, the rest is history because you propelled that into a historic NFL all career. The, all the, all the to the Hall of Fame. Yes. And when you look back at your time in Houston, we were recently in Nashville at the SEC Media Days at the Titan Stadium. And whose picture right. is right there in the Ring of Honor so yes, we were yes. like, let's get a picture of this because this is 251 represented right here. Right. We it love it. So Even though it's in Tennessee at Nissan Stadium, you still see Dr. Doom and the Titans, the Tennessee Titans, recognizing the Houston Oilers and taking my, that my franchise sister, over. My sister, Amy Adams, yeah. happened to own that team. <laughs> love it. Absolutely You know, I played for it. her dad, but I, I saw Amy grow up. And it was an honor for her to recognize the Houston Oilers. We had our first reunion two years ago and going to have another one this year. But to be in the ring of honor, to be somewhere I can call home, it's no more Houston Oilers. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's no more Houston Oilers. I was born in Houston Oilers. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I'm a die Tennessee Titan. I go. love it. I love it. Dr. Doom Robert Brazil, Hall of Famer, joining us here at our 30th anniversary here on WNSP, our fall football preview party. Make sure you come on out. We have special guests lined up. Richie Riley is in the building. Lee Shervanian. Of course, you have Mark Heim, Nick Wiggins, Michael Bronner. You also are going to see many more guests. We'll be here at Heroes right here on Hillcrest. Make sure you come out, support us, register to win that 30 or oh, 65 inch. That's right, add 35 inches to that. 65 inch TV <laughs> along with the leather recliner. Can I, can I sign in? Yeah, come yeah. on, go ahead, go ahead, put the name in the hat. We'll be right back here on the final drive. War Eagle, this is Butch Thompson, head baseball coach at Auburn University. You're listening to WNSB. Preview party. I am not Corey Labounty, nor am I Triple G, and I thank my lucky stars every day. Mark, I'm in the house here at Heroes. Come on out and see us. We're out here uh, at Westmobile, right there on Hillcrest. Got a lot of great prizes, giveaway T-shirts. Come get registered for the great grand prize, the uh, the luxury luxury recliner valued at eighteen hundred dollars. Thanks to Barrow Fine Furniture for that, and of course the sixty-five inch four K TV. Compliments of uh, Bailey's mat TV and mattress. All right, special guest here. And now you're wondering why Richie Riley, South Alabama basketball coach, on the air during our fall football preview. Let you in on a little secret. The man is a head football coach and offensive coordinator himself. Yeah, def definitely one of the top. <laughs> I don't know if Kane. I don't know if Kane knows this, but I'm one of the top flag football um, under eight division. Yeah head coach slash quarterback in in all of America. That's yeah. that's one of my best kept secrets. Um, it, it, it proves that you're you're a five star, you're versatile. 
Uh, you're willing to do whatever the coach needs you to get do to get done. Yeah, and it's five, and it's five on five, so you got to be so much more creative. You know, I don't have eleven to work with. No, no line to block for me. It's all skill guys. So hey, you got to be really creative. So I take a lot of pride in that. All right, so you're you you do it. You're at the point where are you the quarterback still? Are we still in that division? I'm still the QB. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I right? broke a lot of records this year. I, I probably averaged something like eight 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 to ten touchdown passes a. An evening. Well, um, I don't know that that's been that's been beat, especially in the last 15, 20 years. You know whose record you beat, right? Uh, you're probably going to say you. Yeah, we, no, there's no question. We, and, and the only reason you broke them is because the rules have changed over the years. Uh, you had to hand they're, it they're off. They're slanted so. more to the offense. Uh, oh, I got you. So it, I would have to go deep. I see how old your boys are. One of them works in our office, and, and another one's in, in college somewhere else, and another one's in high school. So we got to dig deep in the record books because that was a long time ago. I don't okay. know. Stories seem to grow the longer time passes. <laughs> well, it was snowing. It was the whole deal. So. <laughs> All right, man. So tell you guys getting ready to go, man. Talk a little hoops. We're going to get to some football because I know you're a huge football guy. But tell us quickly what, what, what you guys are expecting this upcoming season. Yeah, I am a huge football guy. I appreciate you asking about our team, though. We, uh, we had a great eight weeks this summer. Our guys, really great group of kids. It's, it's pretty much seven new guys, six returners. Return a couple starters, return some guys that played some meaningful minutes. We really like our group. Um, they they spent a lot of time together on and off the court, put in a lot of extra work. Um, I think I think this has a chance to be one of our better groups. You don't ever know till you play somebody else, but it's um, it's it's the most you know probably satisfying summer that we've had from a standpoint. I feel like everybody got better. I feel like the team grew a lot from a standpoint of getting to know each other. And um, I feel like our pieces fit on this on this team as good as any team that we've had. All right. So if you haven't been to a South Alabama basketball game, it is worth the price of admission just to watch Richie on the sidelines. It is. It is. It is must see TV. Yeah, man. You play the it, game with your guys. If you're Mark Heim, it's for some people, I'm probably like an acquired taste. They they don't want to watch me over there because they, I probably give them anxiety, <laughs> um, freaking out over every little thing. But yeah, I, I, I pour a lot of energy into it I think you got to I think your team feels your energy and that's why I don't ever sit down when I'm coaching I never have and sometimes that leads to me doing some things that are probably very comical like when you guys caught me with the floor burn on the forehead a few years ago I'm surprised. Um, I know you guys do burn the boats, but why not just burn the forehead? <laughs> I've never. I hope I'm never doing that again. I got home. I got home, and Jess, my wife Jess, said, "Don't, don't ever do that again." It's yeah. embarrassing. I loved um, it, by the way. It was awesome. But I didn't mean to. I didn't even know I did it. I've, I've told this story on here before. I didn't even know I did it until I got in the locker room, and I thought we'd celebrate because we won at Georgia State. It was a big win. They were really good. They ended up winning the tournament that year, Sun Belt tournament. Yeah. We beat them up there. We only had like seven scholarship guys that year. Because of, because of COVID. And um, I looked in the mirror. I was getting to go do media, and I had a huge mark on my face. And I was like, what? I came out to the guys. I was like, one of you jokers hit me in the face. Yeah. Then we were jumping around. And then when our GA showed me this video, it went up immediately. The yeah. game hadn't been over 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, my goodness. This is getting ready to go viral. Luck luckily, it didn't. But enough people like you got it in their hands where I still caught a lot of heat from it. <laughs> uh, South Alabama basketball coach Richie Riley in the house slash offensive corner slash head football coach. All right. What you looking forward to most is college football season. I know you're a diehard fan, man. I love college football. I've always had a passion for it. 
since since I was a child. I just love it, and um, I'm excited about the season. I'm excited about our Jags. Um, what what they did last year was really yeah. special, and I think they'll build on it. Um, Kane's got an unbelievable thing going over there. They got great coaches. They got key guys coming back, especially skill position guys. I know I know he would tell you, which is really true. The, the game is one in the trenches, you know, up front. Those guys don't get nearly enough credit, but. I like talking about the skill guys, and you know you got Bradley and Webb and Lacey and all those guys on the outside. I mean, it's it's a group that's going to be fun to watch. So I'm excited about that. And then the whole landscape of college football. Can anybody overtake Georgia? Um, who are going to be? You know, I think it's Alabama, Georgia, and and everybody else a little bit when you get up to that level. I think who's going to be the other two teams? Can somebody knock either one of those guys off? before they reach the SEC championship where we could see one of them not get in. I think there's a lot of really good storylines, and it's, it's going to be a fun year for, for football. Do you, as, as a college coach, though, albeit a different sport, do you look at some of those other headlines out there, like Michigan, man, they were going to suspend Jim Harbaugh for some of the stuff with the NCAA, but now they're not. It's probably going to get – are you interested in that kind of stuff, or does that – or? Are you a fan of that kind of stuff, or does that hit a little too close to home because that's, that's bordering on kind of your job, right? That's kind of what you – it's part of your profession. Like, how do you react to when stories like that come out? You're always sympathetic to coaches. I am, anyway, because I am a coach. So yeah. you see some guys getting a, getting a limelight for, for reasons they don't want to be in the limelight. Right. So you're always sympathetic towards those guys, unless they do something, you know, that's detrimental to their players or – illegal or whatever it is but that whole Harbaugh deal smoking mirrors man when you get to that level yeah they're number two in the country I think preseason when you get to that level there's that much money at stake there's that big of a fan base there's that much backing from a program I mean those guys get they're not they're not sitting out any games unless they choose to do that and so when you see those guys in the headlines for that I didn't think there was any chance Jim Harbaugh was going to miss any football games especially competing for a national championship like they're trying to. Well, it's not exactly big games, Sarah. I know coaches say they're all big games. You, you know, Gene Stallings used to say, if you don't think it's a big game, lose one of them. You'll find out how big that game is. That's exactly right. So. I'm the same way. It doesn't matter who we're playing. We prepare the same way. And I, I would be the same if I had Kirby Smart or Nick Saban's roster and I was getting ready to play a daggone Division three team that had won zero games. I mean, yeah. you don't ever know in this climate. You don't ever know when you can get beat, and you see it all the time. You see these monster upsets in basketball. You see them in the NCAA tournament every year because you don't know. And it's um, and I think obviously I think any coach where the salt's going to be prepared for any game the same way that he would prepare for a championship game. His, the hard part these days, and I'm not telling you, you don't know, is making sure your guys are as prepared and ready as, as you are. You want them to want those games as much as you do. Well, that's the hardest thing. The Sound of Mobile presents For the win! The final drive. No, they didn't. Oh, my gracious. Yep. How about that? With Corey Labounty and Nick Wiggins. For the win! Live on 105.5 FM and streaming on the Sound of Mobile app. Oh, oh, unbelievable. Live here on WNSP 105.5, coming to you live from Heroes Sports Bar and Grill on Hillcrest. You want to make your way on out as we're celebrating WNSP's 30th anniversary fall football preview party. And I tell you, there's a party in the building. You have NFL Hall of Famer Dr. Doom 
Robert Brazil in the building with us. Of course, Richie Riley just got off with Mark Heim. Lee Shervanian is still here, and it's a pleasure now to be joined by some guys who play right down the street at South Alabama's Hancock Whitney Stadium. Their hashtag 251 as well as you have Braylon McReynolds from McGill Tulin High School and of course Colin Lacey from Faith Academy High School. Both Jaguars, both signing with Kane Womack and making a tremendous difference in the South Alabama program. Gentlemen, welcome to Heroes and WNSP's 30th anniversary fall football preview party. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for having me. I, I, I tell you, you, you're talking about a couple of young men who I've been blessed with in covering high school football here. I watched their high school football career and, and both of them, you know, you, you look and you try to say undersized guys aren't valuable. Well, I can tell you look this. Steve Mass told me that you can put a huddle film in and watch four clips of someone's huddle film. Well, these two young men right here coming out of high school, all it took was four clips to know that these guys were next level athletes and of course they continued that tradition at South Alabama. Braylon McReynolds coming in as a freshman last year and really contributing to the running game for the Jaguars and Colin Lacey all over the field returning kickoffs and punts and catching the football so both of you guys welcome here to Heroes. Thanks for coming in but the excitement that's coming here in the 2023 season. You guys decided to stay at home. Colin, talk to me a little bit about what your decision was when you decided to stay close to home and play for the South Alabama Jaguars. Uh, I just want to stay home with my family and play for my city that I love. And I just want to put the city on, put South Alabama on, and just make the city proud. Now, you've been catching passes out of Carter Bradley's hand last year, and you have an opportunity to see a couple of NFL-type wide receivers to learn from. And Jalen Tolbert, and of course, again, my brother Wayne getting it in, Jalen Wayne as well. This year, I know that you're going to have an opportunity to, again, return kicks, have an opportunity to play the wide receiver position. Talk about your excitement for this season. I'm just ready to play fast and be confident. At practice, uh, fall camp, I've been playing fast and confident. I'm just ready to play. And I've been learning from Tolbert and Wayne, just learning off their mistakes and the stuff they did good. Awesome. So I'm just ready to get out there. I love that. And, of course, Braylon McReynolds, he's the little back that could. You watch him and McGill Tulin and his highlight film was very special as well. You come in last year, you have a chip on your shoulder, you're trying to show, look, I can get it done. You decided to stay home after leaving McGill Tulin. What was it about South Alabama and playing for Kane Womack that made it special for you? Um, it was really just the fact that Coach Womack believed in me and coming out of high school, I received so much love from the city that I was like, why wouldn't I want to stay home? I love the fact that you have two guys that really, did you guys know each other prior to your arrival at South Alabama? Colin, I know you're a little bit older than Braylon, but did you guys know each other from that Faith Academy McGill situation prior to coming to South Alabama? Uh, not as much, but I knew about them. I heard about them a lot. They talk about the little kid at uh, McGill, number three. 
he quick. They were talking about he might be a little bit quicker than me, comparing <laughs> me to him and stuff like that. So I heard about him. When you look at last year's season, guys, I know you put that in the rearview mirror, but it's like building a house. It's the foundation, and you're not going to be able to continue to stack and rise and build a house without that foundation. I know you guys continue to work hard, and, and it's one and old mentality, but having an opportunity here to be a couple of weeks away, I see you guys definitely have been in the weight room. I think that how, how many pounds have you put on Carlin since leaving Faith Academy, and really probably since last year, how much weight have you put on? Um, when I got here, I was probably like 170, right up under 170. Now I'm like 185 and feeling good at 185. So good. have put on close to 15 pounds since you've joined the University of South Alabama Jaguar program. Yes, sir. Braylon, yourself, I know that, again, you're looking kind of jacked also. <laughs> that weight room has been kind to you, brother. Yes, sir. What, what, are you, what did you come in weighing, and what are you now? Um, my first day, I came in weighing 168, and now I weigh 185. 168 to 185. So the strength and conditioning coach is going to get some love shown. Who's y'all strength and conditioning coach? Matt Sadid. Matt Sadid, and he's definitely worked very hard with you guys. And I know, again, we're speaking with Braylon McReynolds, formerly of McGill Tulin, and also Colin Lacey from Faith Academy, both hashtag 251 guys, taking time out of their busy schedule. Did you guys practice today? or was today your off day? Uh, today was an off day. Today was an off day, and I know there's no days off because you have class, and then you turn around and you, you continue to be in the weight room, but the excitement when you look around Hancock-Whitney Stadium, a, a brand-new stadium, but knowing that the fans continue to fill it up, how does that make you feel knowing that come Saturday afternoons or Saturday evenings that Hancock-Whitney is full of South Alabama Jaguar fans? Um, it's just exciting, you know, we came from not having as many fans to now everybody wants to come and watch South, and it's exciting when I go out into the city and everybody in the city is ready for us to play. That's also, Colin, I know that you were a dual sport athlete at Faith Academy, played hoops. Did, did you think it was going to be the hoop route as a point guard? Did you actually feel, look, I can go ahead and be that shifty wide receiver or that shifty punt returner? Did you think you were going to be able to play both in college, or did you just say, no, I'm just going to, all, all I want to do is beat you in intramural basketball and go ahead and continue to focus on football? Um, by my 11th grade year, I knew I wanted to take football seriously, seriously and I just um, started putting extra work in to focus on football, doing a lot of work off the field from my 10th to 11th grade year, and then my 12th grade year, I took off. So, yeah, I'm just enjoying football and living it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. We have two guys here that are from Mobile, Alabama, that decided to put on for their city and put on for the University of South Alabama as they are getting ready for this 2023 season. We will go ahead and talk about the historic season that you guys did have a year ago. Coming in as a true freshman, coming in now, you're a junior, Colin. The success that you guys did have a year ago, I know that it feels great to get to 10 wins. And ultimately, the goal is not only to win a Sunbelt Conference Championship, but to, to make some noise nationally, too. But as far as getting into last year, 
What did it mean to you, Braylon, as a true freshman coming in and, and being a part of that freshman class that set a historic win record at South Alabama? Oh, man, it made me very prideful that uh, my freshman season was the season that you know, we kind of took off a little bit. Um, coming into South, you know, we always heard things like, are we going to be good this year and different things of that nature. But after folks kind of realized that we we're going to be very good and, like, it changed around. Everything changed around as far as, like, the fans and um, just folks coming to our games and stuff like that. It was, it was very exciting, especially for me being in the city. Not only being in the city, you do have an opportunity, Colin. I know family means a lot to both of you guys. I have had an opportunity. Your mom was a John L. LaFleur graduate, graduated a year before I did, and so I've known your mom and your family for a very long time. Talk about what your family means to you and, and them being able to, to be not too far to be able to come and watch pretty much all your games. Uh, my mom, my dad, my little brother, Autumn, mean a lot to me. And my little brother been pushing me a lot. He making me want to do better and not be satisfied. He coming right behind me at Faith Academy. And I'm just trying to put on for my family to make them proud. Same thing with you, Braylon. I had an opportunity to have you in the studio with me while you were in high school. And your family, what does your family mean to you? Oh, man, my family means everything. They're really, like, the biggest reason why I'm pushing to go so hard and to be as great as I'm trying to become. Your major, Braylon, coming in as a freshman, have you gone ahead and announced the major yet? Or are you just continuing to take your general studies and wait? Uh, I kind of dropped general studies. I'm in business now. Going to be a businessman there, a future businessman coming right here from Mobile, Alabama, McGill Tulin, by way of South Alabama, calling yourself now being a, a upperclassman, that junior class. What's your major? Sports management. Sports management. So we have a businessman and a sports management player in the building for Kane Womack and the University of South Alabama Jaguars. The most exciting part, what, what are you anticipating the most coming up for this season? It can be that one game, it can be the entire season. What are you excited for the most here, Braylon? Uh, I'll probably say the first game. Yes. It's either the first game or the rest of our big games like Oklahoma State or Troy. Um, I just want to. I just want to feel that level of competition, and I, I feel like we have a, a very good chance of beating every team that we play. So it's it's going to be very fun, especially the first game. Calling yourself the, the the intensity that you've seen. If someone's listening right now that does or has played high school football, what did you say the biggest difference between high school football and college football would be for you? Um, the size, the speed. And just the competition is a lot of talent. Everybody going to have speed out here. There's going to be a whole lot of talent. And they're going to also have size. So you just got to be ready and be able to match it. We're speaking with Braylon McReynolds and, of course, Colin Lacey, South Alabama Jaguar players here for Kane Womack, and both of them homegrown right here in Mobile, Alabama. I'm going to ask you guys this last question before we get out of here. You know, when you look at this upcoming season and the expectations of winning a Sunbelt Conference championship and, and putting that ring on your finger, I know that's definitely the end point. But what would you like to say to all the South Alabama Jaguar fans? I know they had fan day this past week, and a lot of people had a chance to get your autograph. But what would you like to say to 
Jag Nation? Um, I just like to say, uh, be ready. Be ready is going to be very exciting, and it's going to be a long ride, but we're, we're here for y'all. And Colin, what would you say to all the Jaguar fans? Uh, it's going to be a long ride. I'm just ready for Tulane. Uh, let's uh, make that statement game. We beat them. They're going to be ranked, so it's going to be a very intense game. I just want to make that statement, that first game. Make sure you guys get your South Alabama season tickets as South Alabama opens up at home in the second week of college football against Southeastern Louisiana. So you want to make sure you don't miss that first home game for your University of South Alabama Jaguars. Can't thank our two Mobile Finest, Colin Lacey, along with Braylon McReynolds for joining us here at Hero Sports Bar and Grill right here on Hillcrest. Of course, come on out and become a part of our huge 30th anniversary fall football preview party that we're presenting. You can register to win a 65-inch smart TV from Bailey's TV and Mattress along with an opportunity to win an $1,800 recliner from Barrow Fine Furniture. We're giving away t-shirts. We have a Hall of Famer in the building, Robert Brazil. Again, you don't want to miss this opportunity to come out and hang out with all of us here at WNSP's 30th anniversary fall football preview party coming to you live from Hero Sports Bar and Grill located on Hillcrest. This is Reese Dismukes. You're listening to 1055 WNSP. Live from the football kickoff party at Heroes. This is not Nick Wiggins. This is not Corey Labani. Remember, Heroes will have an every NFL game at both locations every week. You do not need YouTube TV in your home. Heroes will offer the Sunday tickets, so make sure you come out two heroes every NFL Sunday. Got quite the trio here with the three of us sitting at the table right now for this segment, so we'll make it work. Well, we can say this for sure. It's the first time all three of us have been on the microphone for sure. First time that Michael Brauner's introduced me to be the host, and I'm okay with that. I kinda Michael, what I time kinda are they? I kind of botched it, too. No, you did a good job. What time uh, are they going to pick a winner here? I believe 5.45 okay. is, is the plan. Well, that's so during a commercial break, so I guess... get here before that. Yeah. Uh, I, I encourage anybody... First of all, the turnout's been excellent. Boy, what a... Hey, athletes, huh? Colin Lacey, Braylon McReynolds, uh-huh. Coach Riley, Robert Brazil, Sherman Williams, and the stars you, are out. Okay, you always Hill. tell me that... When I bring up names, and first of all, let's bring in, now, everybody calls him by his nickname, but I always refer to him as Michael, Michael Brown. Your real, hey, name, Lee. Your real yeah. name is Michael? Yeah. It is, but we don't discuss that. I, I call him Michael. Yeah, it's a great name. I'm not is a, it? It is a great name. But I'm not a nickname a guy. Name. It is, but I don't like, I'm not a nickname guy. Oh, Michael is a great name. Of course it is, because you have the same name. That's my name. But exactly. I don't want to take your fame. Michael, so I'm going to take, take a step still, backwards. He still hasn't gotten to, you've been, got, you've been with us longer. 
This is Michael Brown or Lee Shervani and Bina Michael Brown sitting at a table right now. First that time, narrows it first down. Time this okay, trio is for those who don't know, Michael, of course, is one of the... you gotta say, you got to say, Bina, it gets confusing. Mr. Brown <laughs> is one of the stalwarts of Friday Night Coverage High School. I was talking to a few people today about how I think, in my opinion, Michael, sure. Michael, in my opinion, the two mics, um, oh, it's Michael, not our me. scoreboard show at night is second to none. I mean, first of all, there aren't any, right? And what you guys do, pigskin and the piglets, the way you go out, and I think you've graduated. You're not. You're more so not a piglet as you are a co-host now. Yeah, I think I, I think I uh, moved up to graduated status now, because sometimes I do have to uh, come in there and try to try to do the six o'clock show, which is. Uh, you can't do it because pigskin's tops. Well, he so. is, but he, you've been on that you've show a job as a co-host several times, though, and and actually you've, you've been out doing play-by-play -play when a game's been close, you know, at the end. Next week, Fairhope Spanish Fort, and here's the new voice of high school football here in Mobile. Oh. Hey, he deserves it. You're going to make me blush, Lee. He, he deserves it. And what for the people who don't know, because Lee's going to forget, because we know how old Lee is, <laughs> Lee's the one that actually got me in this radio business. Lee was doing a Daphne High School football game back when Coach Savarese was coaching. And I come by there one day because I was doing the stats with Coach Savarese. Lee said, you know what? You ought to start calling in on the show. I said that? You did. You did. And from then on, I guess I am what I am. Michael Michael B. Oh, wait, I can't even use that. No, both it's, are Michael both, B. it's yeah. both BR, too. Okay. So I have been making the rounds, and I've had a couple of people say, do you remember? And I know I get on your case when I say, do you remember athletes? You weren't even born then. You'll ask me if I remember Johnny Unitas. Do you remember Robert Brazil? No, well, that's also before He's my right. time. Well, I, 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 you better I remember him standing in front well, of you. I understand. Do you I, know his I, nickname? I, I, Dr. Doom. Do you, do you remember Lawrence Taylor? Again, like, I know very okay. much who Lawrence he was, Taylor is. He probably was, the best NFL player of all time. He was Lawrence Taylor before Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Dr. Doom, there's a reason he got that name. And as you have already talked to Robert Brazil, do you know the Tennessee Titans or coming out with the light blue uniforms for a few games. Yeah. So it's, like, anyway. it's like asking me if I remember Michael Jordan. Like, I, ne you? I never got well, I never got to see him play. I was born in 2000. What am I you don't even do? remember Joe Namath. <laughs> no, oh. I, don't, I don't remember him. <laughs> Mr. Brown, what am I going to do? I don't know. How do I, I mean, how it's the age of the young generation now, man. They're, they're, push, they're pushing me out the door. They're pushing you, know, you out the door. we got a long road ahead to make this morning show work. So... <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um, I've had two or three people tell me, do you remember when Elvis, who's a steady listener. I just spoke to him. Yeah, and he said, Lee, do you remember when you and I were at the same press conference to interview Evander Holyfield? And I'm like, no, I don't. I do not remember. He said, how do you not remember the heavyweight champ? I said, I, I think I'm going to have to make an appointment tomorrow. But I, hey, boy, I don't even have you tomorrow. You're flying out. I'm I going know. to my home state. I know. You know, I, I've thought about it today, and I, I, I am actually I'm bummed to miss the post-football party show. I kind of wish I wasn't, but, you know, flight's already made. So, Mr. Brown. Yes. And as a contrast to Michael uh, Bronner. So, uh, what's your schedule with us coming up in the fall? Well, we'll... Uh, 
maybe I may have to do the first uh, sh opening day show. Uh, Pigskin, I think, is going to take a vacation, and I think Mr. That's Scott right. Todd may have to take a vacation. So uh, the last resort, uh, it will be me. But, uh, hey, let me just say this. this it's, we have fun doing it. Pigskin does a great job. And just the show itself is right, it's, it's wonderful. This coming week, Michael has back-to-back -back games. And I can't think of a better way to start. You've got Fairhope Spanish Ford. Correct. And we're going to have the Spanish Ford coach on tomorrow. And then on Friday, what a what a game. Sarah Land Lipscomb, the first of our seven Sarah Land broadcasts. What does it mean to our area to have a team with that title and virtually everybody back? Oh, it's incredible. And, and look, Coach Jeff Kelly and his staff does a great job. And they know coming into this season they're going to have a target on their back. They're going to have a target on their back every game. I mean, the talk of the town is Sarah Lynn. But I'm also interested, you got Steve Mass coming back to Theodore. A uh, lot of questions. Uh, Jack French, he never goes away. He's about as old as you, Lee. And uh, he finds a way to win, somehow gets that team to win. Uh, Ken Gov Shores has another great year. But that Fairhope Spanish Fort, everybody remember last year's game, Spanish Fort went for the Hail Mary on the last play of the game, and oh, Fairhope intercepted it uh, and ran yes. it back. Cause that the pick he, six. The pick six. It was the kick six. It was the pick six. Yep, because he got player of the week that, yes. that day. So, that uh, was week one, wasn't it? It was. Oh, and so man. I think it's going to be an interesting year. I think there's a lot of question marks. Uh, you know, Fairhope got, has got 35 seniors coming back. So uh, look for them. Can Foley repeat with Perry Thompson? I think Foley's big issue, can they find a quarterback to manage that team? Uh, that kid last year was the leader of their team. you got to get find a way to get the ball into Nero and Perry Thompson's hand. Our first game day is at Fairhope next Thursday, and then we're going to Baker uh, next Friday. We got about, this is uh, the most extensive schedule we've ever had, like 17, I think, game days where we go out and broadcast the morning show. So, and then, of course, many of our high school football games are going to include St. Paul's and Sarah Land. And we're actually, Michael, you're certainly aware of this, seven, seven Sarah Land games this year, six home and one away. Very excited about it. I, uh, I really. So, how are you getting ready to be the voice of high school football in this area? What are you doing? What am I doing? I've been to get ready. I've to been get practicing ready. Practicing play by play. You know, it's not something I have a ton of experience with, so it's going to be interesting at the start. I think it'll take me a little while to get my feet under me. But Mr. Brown, do you have any tips? Because you've done play by play. Uh, pray. <laughs> no, I think there's other ways he can help himself. Hey, he's got Mr. Brian Gennard by his side. Lee, I'm never that, getting that. That certainly helps. Yeah, me. I, hey, I, I did. I did a couple games with Lee back in the day, and uh, there's nothing like a man like that with all of his yeah, experience. Yeah, where, where you're, you're the one who's supposed to give me tips for yes. play. I told you what to do. Yeah, time, score, time, time, score, and where the ball is. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Just get out of the way and let Brian uh, handle. That's what I did. And I let him call. I let anybody work when they call the defense so I didn't have to be bothered with trying to find the tackle. Right? That's right. These are That's good right. strategies. I'll keep these in mind. Do you still want that police escort next week? Yes. Okay. Yeah. His son's a police officer I'm in Daphne. Oh, definitely. I want a police escort to uh, Fairhope. Fairhope, yes. Uh, I is can that arrange okay? that. I appreciate that. I can arrange that. Yeah. I'm being told we got to get to a break, but it's been fun. It's your though. show. Well, it's not my show. It's all of our show. <laughs> Let's take a break, Nathaniel. We're at the fall football preview kickoff party live from Heroes in Westmobile. Come out. Your chance to win an $1,800 recliner from Barrow Fine Furniture as well as a 65-inch flat screen smart TV, whatever we're calling it at this point. But keep it tuned in. Who knows who we're going to have on the next segment here. We just had Lee, Bina, and I. So.
When I woke up, I couldn't speak or walk. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 182 over 100, and I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest, and then a stroke. Everything changed. It felt like my life was over. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from invisible or silent. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. If I would have followed a treatment plan, I would not be in this situation. 180 over 110, and I had a stroke. And I'm 33, so I never see this coming. If you've come off your treatment plan, get back on it. Or talk with your doctor to create an exercise, diet, and medication plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. I had to tell everything's changed. I had to tell. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know whether she should go forward or, or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich, no. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We interrupt this unscheduled interruption to bring you regularly scheduled broadcast here from Heroes. It's our fall football preview party. I'm Mark Hyme. Michael Bronner's in the house with us, and so is David Morris of QB Country. Come on by and see us here at Heroes in Westmobile off Hillcrest. As usual, Heroes is college football central. All the big games from all major conferences, including the South Alabama Jags and Sunbelt Action, they've got you covered right here and at their other location. It's Heroes. Come on by and see us. David Morris, QB be country in the house. What's up, boys? Dude, it's got to be your favorite time of the year. You know it is. Um, 
you know, everybody's kind of back in practice. We, we start to slow down a little bit, but but I'm getting around and watching guys at practice, and then the fall is just so much fun. You know, so Friday nights, Saturdays, Sundays, are so a lot of TV watching. I gotta imagine the summer is probably the busiest time for you. It is, yeah. The, the summer and the spring are, are when we're kind of wide open, and uh, and it's it's a blast. You kind of kind of love it, right? You got to earn it in those months. So what happens for you, you know, when when fall comes along? Uh, so we'll, we'll still do training, but it's more, it's it's a lot of uh, making sure they head into a week uh, with, with like good thoughts on, on, on their brains and key in their keys. Um, it's not obviously uh, real taxing. It's it's more, um, you know, kind of feet um, it, it matching up the concepts and, and it's it's not nearly the, the, the workout that we would normally have in season. So it's just kind of making sure they're going to have a good practice week. All right, I got to ask you, we're not going to get the specifics, but huge news right there uh, at Auburn with the uh, quarterback has been named. According to reports, uh, we're out here. We got to see what Hugh Freeze has to say. But do you, you guys do a lot of physical work with quarterbacks. How much do you guys prep quarterbacks for media interviews, mm -hmm. dealing with? potential quarterback competitions in camp. Do you guys kind of go yeah. over that stuff? Like, how, how do. Do you, what, do you, what do you tell your guys? We do, and I have a, a guy that does our communication stuff that is really good with uh, the interview process and also um, the media. And so we, we do help there. Um, and then from a standpoint of, like, mindset, that's that's everything at quarterback. Uh, just, just having a steady uh, head, you know, whether you feel like you're winning the competition or, or you're the third yeah. guy. And, and, and kind of the the weight of each rep. I remember being in quarterback competitions in college where you feel like each rep is so big. and So the ability to be able to talk through that and try to keep kids level uh, either way there is fun. If there's one trait you look for, whether it be physical, mental, whatever, you know, that makes you say, this kid has it, whether high school level, college level, or, you know, a draft prospect, yeah. what, what would you say the one trait is that makes you say, all right, this kid has it? Well, I mean, I think to, to me it would be two, but but one would be confidence. You just you can't fake it. Um, you can't be phony about it. You got to be yourself. And and, and and these guys are not all the exact same personality, right? So just knowing who you are is a big, big deal. And then believing that you, you can do it, such a big deal. Uh, and then I think on the field, I think it's it's a guy that has done it for a long time. A guy who's played the position for a long time. And so therefore, he, you know, usually those guys are accurate and they know when to throw it. Uh, so, so they have an anticipation that, that's that's pretty um, hard to develop late. So you got David Morris of QB Country, our guest here on our fall football preview party. Mark High, Michael Bronner with you here, at least for this segment. All right, you got your finger on the pulse of quarterbacks. Yeah. So give us a few names, high school, college, yeah. whatever. The seasons are getting ready to get started. Our high school game day uh, debuts next week in the morning. We're headed to two places. We'll tell you all about that coming up. But who are some of the guys that we need to be looking for? Yeah, I mean, starting at the top, I mean, um, guys that we've trained a lot uh, lately, but also for a long time, uh, you know, Daniel Jones with the Giants and Sam Sam Howell with the Commanders and Mac Jones and, and Zappy, um, you know, with the Patriots. And um, you know, there, there's last year we had eight guys starting the league. Um, 
and there was a lot of quarterbacks to start in the league, but it's always fun. We have 16 guys on uh, on NFL rosters right now, so we're excited about that. In college, um, you know, Riley Leonard, the local kid. Oh, yeah, love Riley. Just such a great kid, but even he's getting top 10 yeah. draft projection. A little Heisman talk. It's yeah, crazy. and that's real, and we also trained Drake May, which is on the other side, yeah. other side, <laughs> other side of town there, up there in uh, Raleigh-Durham, um, and then, you know, Bo Nix is a guy that I've trained for a long time who's also getting top 10 uh, you know projections for next year's draft so those three guys is kind of fun and um, we got it's fun college right now is, is we're seeing the fruit of our hard work for a long time we have 156 college quarterbacks right now so it's it's a lot and Saturdays are full and it's yeah. a blast but uh, and then you get down to high school it's where it, it's it's where what we love to do and, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's just talent all over all over the city. You know, KJ Lacey at at Sarah Land, um, Jared Hollins at Mayor Montgomery, Josh Flowers at Baker, Cameron Rigby at Theodore, Andrew Murchison at McGill. Yeah, um, yeah you know, Jared Daughtry at Faith and Hudson Spivey's a kid who's, who's, who's a good little player at Davidson, Braxton Bird at St. Paul's, Drew Williamson at Spanish Fort, T.R. Miller's quarterback, Nathan Commander's going to have a good year. And you just there's just so many stories. Uh, a young kid that you need to be aware of is Trey Garner at Fairhope. Okay. Um, We're going out there week one. There you go. Hey, and I don't know if he'll start in week one, but, um, I, you know, he is he is going to be the next really good one around here. Landon Duckworth is a young kid we train uh, who's committed to South Carolina, who's at Jack, Jackson's quarterback. But, you know, there's just the, the list goes on and on. Sam Dunn at Bayside should have a huge year. Uh, it, it's going to be fun. Uh, but, but, you know, one of those things that we feel fortunate to be a part of Friday night. All right, well, Way back in the day, and you still do this, I always remind people, QB country was really, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, most people on this station do, David, yeah. but you you, you started because you really just wanted to teach the position. Yeah. You still do that. Uh, first question, one, did you ever think that you would get to the point where you had so many guys in the NFL and, and high-profile college guys? Was that always the goal, or was it just to teach the game to the younger kid, the up-and-coming four, fifth, and sixth graders that, yeah. that you still cater to? So. I mean, that was always the dream, yeah. to, you know, to, to have guys that play on Sundays. Um, but we didn't get there fast. It really took a long time. Sure. And, I, and I, I'm really proud of that. And it's funny, you know, we were just talking about Riley. Uh, that's his dad in my cell phone, Chad. Right? Yeah. Going to lunch with Chad. But it says, Chad Leonard, Riley, fifth grade. So, <laughs> so like, that's going to update that, that contact. <laughs> well, that, that, I do, but that kind of tells you kind of what we're all about. Like, yeah. that's, that was the first time I trained Riley Leonard was in fifth that's grade. Crazy. And so, um, you know, it, it, that's what's fun is, you know how it is. I mean, nourishing a relationship or just growing with people and, and kind of seeing uh, them develop and grow up is it, so much fun. So, yeah, I mean, we love training the young guys, and um, I think that's one of the reasons we have so many guys that are playing on Saturdays and Sundays now is because we, we're not afraid of that and we're not trying to get to the NFL stuff early or fast. Got to ask you this one. Ty Simpson was down here this summer training yep. with you all. Any thoughts on uh, what you've seen from him? And obviously he's engaged in a three-person quarterback battle right now yep. that we seem to not be able to get any answers <laughs> on. The answer seems to change day by day. Yeah. What have you seen from Ty? Ty? Ty looks better than he's ever looked right now. Um, he's in a really good position. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with that competition, but um, but Ty Simpson is is uh, I think he'll I think he'll start a lot of games at Alabama this year, and I don't know if it'll be game one or or game six, you know, uh, or game two. I don't know, but I, he, he's gotten better and better, and he looks really good right now. He's just got to continue to develop. I mean, he's 
He's young. He's a redshirt freshman, so no reason to rush it. Uh, but he can, you know, he can throw it with anybody. With, without breaking any confidences, yep. wink, wink. Do you get do you get calls from college major college coaches saying, "Hey, we're thinking about bringing this guy in," or "I know you're working with this guy." Thoughts, questions, comments, criticism. Yeah. Do they do, oh, yeah. do they call you for yeah, feedback all, all the time? Yeah, because we, we we train a lot of those guys, right? Yeah. And um and and we've trained them for a long time. And and, and and we do that on the other side of things too, where we're trying to connect a, a kid or a family to you know a program that we think makes sense from a talent standpoint. And and that's part of what's so much fun about it. But yeah, I mean those guys lean on us and we lean on them, and that's part of what's you know really makes it neat. Cool. All right, so before we let you go, tell people that might be listening, I'm assuming you guys are on your way to come hang out with us at the fall football preview party here at Heroes and get uh, get registered for our huge mini-man uh, cave giveaway here. Uh, how how can people get their kids involved at a young age that are, might be interested? How, how, what's the best way of getting in touch with you? Sure. Uh, so just go to the webpage, uh, qbcountry.com. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, we're at QBCountry. And uh, you can find all the information there. And we have programs from you know young ages all the way up. Uh, one guy I failed to mention in college that I think is uh, going to really have a heck of a year is Carter Bradley right here at South Alabama. Um, impressive young really man. Really impressive. He can throw with anybody in the country. Uh, Kane and, and Major and those guys are coaching him up. Um, it, I think they're I think they're primed to have a really really good year. Great receiving cast. Line line looks good. And then that first game, I can't wait to watch it. Sorry, started to distract, but that Tulane South Alabama game oh, is going to be a heck of a game. And it's right down the road. It's a yeah. nice little intimate setting over yeah. there. It's uh, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's no doubt. Uh, man, we appreciate you stopping by. Right, as always, it's good great to, to have you. you. And uh, we'll certainly be in touch for sure. I love it. All, All right, soon. that's uh, David Morris, ladies and gentlemen, QB Country. Uh, if you guys uh, aren't on your way, you need to get here. Uh, we got a lot to get here. We got a lot to get to here. Come on by. We have the 65-inch 4K TV, complements of Bailey's TV and mattress, and the recliner, memory foam, the 360-degree swivel. Man, that's happening. Compliments of Barrow Fine Furniture. It's one big prize. Come get registered. We're gonna give those bad boys away at 5:45. You gotta be here when we announce your name, or we're tossing your name. So get on out here to Heroes, out here at Westmobile on Hillcrest. It's Sports Radio 105.5 FM, WNSP, and WNSP.com. Hey, this is Showtime boxing analyst Steve Farhood, and you're listening to Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP. anniversary fall football preview party. You've heard from a lot of our special guests already, right? Richie Riley, uh, Robert Brazil. Who am I missing, Corey? Sherman Williams. Sherman. Of course you said Richard Riley, and then of course now when you have Lee Sherbanian sure. with his beautiful wife in the building, that's right. That's something that you normally don't see for Lee Sherbanian <laughs> outside of 9 o'clock, <laughs> and with right. his wife as well. Hey, but look, right now... Is that radio about... royalty you're talking <laughs> about? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's Absolutely right. it is. Kind of like Charles and Di yes, of the right. yes. Sports Radio. Yes. That's right. I've never seen a red carpet in the Heroes, but we had it out today. But look, right now we're talking to the most special guest, the guy that's making all this happen, David Rast. How you doing, man? Great. It's great to have you guys out. It's been a while. Great to see both you fellas. And i got to admit, uh, though I've seen him on TV a lot over the years, it was kind of a thrill to meet Robert Brazil. Yeah. And first shake his hand. He looks like he still hit somebody. <laughs> man, what? 
I was flinching. I was flinching when he was walking by. I was chatting with him and <laughs> was not blowing smoke that he really was one of my favorite players. I'm an old school Houston Oilers fan. Okay. So Earl Campbell, Rob Brazil, that group back then, they were just. It was a very physical brand of football, shall That's we right. say. That's right. So, so David, uh, what updates can you give us about uh, Hero Sports Bar and Grill, man? Uh, man, with all. It's great timing to have you guys out. Obviously, it's pre-football season. Uh, you know, this is the 30th anniversary for WNSP. Yeah. It's actually, we're approaching the 25th anniversary for Hero Sports Bar and Grill. So, wow. started in 98 uh, in the downtown location. Um, a quick note about that, we're currently closed there for some much-needed repairs. We hope to be reopened by the 26th. So, all the football season, everything we're talking about with football and sports, We'll be referring to both locations. We have, we'll have all the programming is the same. So, um, so it's, it, it's no secret, right, about NFL Sunday ticket and how, oh, man, how am I supposed to get it now? It's not on DirecTV. you got to have all these other things to download. How are you helping out people with that? We're here to help, Nick. Uh, so we've had the Sunday ticket for as long as I can remember. Okay. Back to 1998, I suppose. And this year will be no exception. Uh, I know that the residential piece will require people to do something different and get yeah. uh, YouTube TV or Apple, something like that. Right, right. We will have our coverage in stores in the same way we always have. So I tell people, you don't have to get YouTube TV or make any changes to the house. Come on in. You know, a television in the home just, frankly, it, it tears families apart. Sure. So come on out to Heroes. You get fed. You, your wife really doesn't want to see you in the house right. or She's your husband. She wants to watch House Hunters. The little baby wants to watch Peppa Pig. <laughs> or, or these days with fantasy football, especially the interest among women as well as men and children, everybody's yes. into that fantasy football That's thing. Right. We're a mecca for that kind of a thing because we do have all the games. You get to Heroes, you can watch. If you're a fantasy guy, you show up at Heroes, you're going to see all that action happening at once. So we will have all the games every week as we have for many, many years. So we're both locations. This location here located right next to Hancock-Whitney Stadium. And I know the influx, you see the memorabilia here for South Alabama. My favorite one is the shot that rolled the tide there right over your left shoulder because right. I'm in. The shot yeah, that little, rolled little the ten year old Corey so, right there, right? It, it, it is 10-year-old Corey in the picture there. So I absolutely love all the memorabilia and, and just the fact that game days on campus, when you have people coming from out of town, such as during the bowl games that are had as well in January, I think the influx when you're looking for somewhere close and local to the stadium, Hero Sports Bar and Grill, you can't beat the location. Yeah, it's worked out really great. You know, we were here well in advance of the stadium, but we we certainly had heard discussions of that coming together and the you know the, the job that Dr. Erdman and everyone at the university has done to develop the program to this point. And I think the foundation was laid even well in advance of that. If you look back now, it's really something to be proud of the way South Alabama has built their program to this point. But to have that beautiful facility, um, us being in, in almost in the shadow of that stadium is a wonderful sure. thing. It does create a great game day atmosphere for sure. And on that note, while we are, we also consider ourselves, you know, college football central. That's right. With all the SEC, Big Ten, ACC, and all those games. Also with a focus on Sun Belt, and we do show the Jags games here. 
So on the day of a Jags game, you come here and pregame a little bit or come after. That's but right. when the Jags are on the road, we stream those games and get those as well. So really, the answer is you don't need to own a television. You certainly don't need to risk injury right. or maybe even a fatality trying to prepare food in your home. Come to Heroes. We're going to give you food, beverage, football. we got everything you need. David so. is telling you, sell your TV in your living room. Sell your TV. Use that money. Come out to Heroes. Buy you some lunch for the family. They got the TVs for you. And look, when you're watching the South games, there's obviously games that are on after that. So you can just walk. It's walking distance yes. from the stadium. Walk over here, and then you can watch. How many TVs are in this room? What, 30? Am I looking at 30 26, TVs? 28. This is the Tide and Tiger Report on 105.5 FM WNSP. An hour of the latest news and reports from the Plains and the Capstone with Corey Labounty and Nick Wiggins. Streaming live on the Sound of Mobile app, here are Corey and Nick. Welcome back to the final drive. Coming to you live from Heroes Sports Bar and Grill on Hillcrest. Come on out and party with us. I mean, so far today, we've had Sherman Williams. We've had Dr. Doom, the Hall of Famer, Robert Brazil. We've had Richie Riley, Braylon McReynolds, and also Colin Lacey, two football players for the University of South Alabama Jaguars. Man, you don't want to miss the excitement that's involved with having an opportunity to register to win a 65-inch smart television, courtesy of Bailey's TV and Mattress, along with a 360-degree swiveling leather recliner, courtesy of Barrow Fine Furniture. Those two prizes alone, all you have to do is come and register right here. Put your name in our black box. We're going to be picking a winner here in about 40 minutes. So plenty of time for you to get off here at 5 o'clock and to come out out and join us. And it's not like we have not had an opportunity to talk news today because we've had so many great guests. But Mark Heim and Nick Wiggins here at the WNS table with us and Heim, you and I were talking Auburn has officially named a starting quarterback oh yeah, snap yeah yeah Wiggins <laughs> wow don't even know uh, oh by the way I was in the uh, bathroom I paging think. paging Nick Saban balls in your court <laughs> yeah. your move Saban that's right we have a starting quarterback at Auburn it was uh, announced I think it was confirmed about two hours ago can I guess it sure Corey do you already know who it is or I no? do I do know it's Robbie Ashford, right? <laughs> That's a good guess. Well, it's oh. a good guess in that he was in the competition. <laughs> but no. What but no. the? So, so if it's not Robbie Ashford, who we really thought it, it's it Peyton probably Thorne. would. It, it is, is Peyton Thorne. So it Peyton is. Thorne is officially the Auburn starting quarterback. One quarterback competition is over. Everybody now looks to Tuscaloosa. And I think we're going to be looking to Tuscaloosa until September 2nd. And when that depth chart comes out, I don't know what time kickoff is for that Middle Tennessee game, but whatever time it is, you can go ahead and expect that depth chart to come out about three or four hours prior to the game starting. I don't think Nick Saban's going to name one prior to. I really don't, Mark. Um, no, and all three are going to play in that game, right? Yeah. I mean, I, that, that school's yeah. getting getting paid to come and reenact the first scene of Saban Private Ryan, right? <laughs> you, they go out there, they yeah. get blasted. All three quarterbacks are going to play, uh, but... 
my, my question is, why are the guys at these press conferences not pressing him a little bit more? He's we scared. talked a little bit about this. You're right. He, he tries to head him off at the pass, and he tells him before, look, you're going to ask me about quarterbacks. This is what I'm going to say. <laughs> well, I think it's a press conference, and we talked about this on the morning show this morning. Ask him anyway. Set him off. I Call mean, him on his we need, to, we need to send Triple G and, and, and Corey over there to, That's right. to ask the tough questions <laughs> because I think they're legitimate questions at this point. You've got to be able to have some sort of separation at this point, right? Some, one of them's got to be doing something better than the other two. And, and, and my whole point is if there isn't, then I think there's, there's area for concern here. I think if you're an Alabama fan, you have to be concerned. Uh, you just right. Cause I, look, you, I, you can't spin this to make for, to make this. This can't be a good thing. You got Texas Week Two. Yeah, that's a big game. Like it's not like you have. You're not on the Jim Harbaugh schedule where you got four games where you can sit out or or be on the sideline or not. Week Two, if you don't have it figured out, that's going to be an L. If you don't have it figured out, it's an L. I, I, Am I'm I off forward. on that? I, I will say this. You they, they say that <laughs> they say if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Well, guess what? And Alabama might as well have none then because you're going to see two or three quarterbacks. I don't think you'll see three against Texas, but you're definitely going to see two. And for Hugh Freeze to go ahead and name Peyton Thorne the starter. Now, here's what. If you're an Auburn fan, you're like, man, this guy comes in post-spring practice and automatically has an opportunity to take the starting quarterback, grab the bull by the horns, so to speak. Coach Freeze hasn't shot away from it, but Auburn has definitely named their starting quarterback and have confirmed it. And, and, and it starts now to create a pecking order. So if you're Auburn and their teammates, they know that this is our, our one guy. This is the guy that he's going to get the most of the reps with the ones, and everyone else is just going to have to kind of play catch up and show if you're Robbie Ashford why you deserve. Do I think there's going to be packages for them? Absolutely, because Auburn's opening up with UMass. So even though Peyton Thorne's named the starter, after four series in, you're going to see someone like Robbie Ashford come in, and if he comes in and he's able to produce, then I think that's where the quandary lies now. You'll start getting more See, and more I feel questions. Like if you're naming a starter, that's the guy you're rocking with, and that's the guy you're riding with. That's the guy the locker room's like, hey, man, you're our guy. We're behind you. If he throws a pick, are you immediately pulling him out? No, he's your starter. you got to ride with him unless things get horrible, right? And so that's just... Look, Alabama, they are – Alabama is, is the is the son of the dynasty setting <laughs> on Nick Saban. Look, he couldn't win a ring with Bryce Young. I'm not sure Nick's going to get out of Listen, here alive. People starting to stay hey, I'm, fine, I'm fine playing the heel. Look, I, 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 Nick I Saban couldn't win a ring with Bryce Young, the first pick, the best quarterback that Alabama's had being his starter. Now all of a sudden we don't know who the starter is and we're supposed to still be excited. I'm no, excited. Man. I'm excited. I'm tell you why. Again, I, I kind of you got them hinted at it yesterday. On. That's why. That's you're right. <laughs> if you have, if you were coming in and you say Jake Coker, again, tremendous IQ, tremendous leader, but he's not that NFL guy. He's not that NFL guy. He's just a winner. AJ McCarron, again, tremendous leader. 
wins multiple national championships and has his fair share of NFL league experience, but he wasn't that high draft pick like you see Mac Jones and like you see Jalen Hurts and Tua. But at the same time, you do, if you're Nick Saban, to me, you don't want to wait until September right, 1st. Right, because you, you, you got to get the locker room behind the guy too, right? The lock, the whole locker room, all the wide receivers are thinking, all right, who's about to be throwing me the ball? I don't know. And who. they all have their favorites. You know they do, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So, But here's my question about Auburn, though. How long would Hugh Freeze have waited had it not been broken by uh, one reporter out there on the Auburn beat? Would he have held on to that and held it close to the vest for a couple more days, or was he planning to come out and do it today? You know, I don't think he was planning to do it today, to be honest with you, because it, the great thing about Hugh Freeze is his media availability, as we were talking to Andy Burcham yesterday, it's been a few days since we've heard from Hugh Freeze. Today being Thursday, we haven't heard from Hugh maybe since Friday or Saturday. So there's a lot that can go on within four or five practices. Now, yeah. with it coming out, of course, there's going to be people who speculate, hey, Jalen Milrow named Alabama's QB1. There's always going to be that speculation, but Hugh Freeze, he had his hands full today at his press conference because not only that, he still had to be blindsided by being asked about Michael Orr while he was the head football coach at Ole Miss. I, I'll make a prediction. I don't think Alabama's going to have a real QB1. I think throughout the whole year, it's going to be an ongoing conversation. Jalen Milrow might want play one game, and then maybe you might have another guy come in and start the second half if things are getting shaky. I don't think that Nick Saban is going to have that one guy to ride with that whole year. Because, uh, I mean, like like he said in that those comments yesterday, force me to play you, force me to make you your starter. If we're at this point in the season and no one's forced his hand in that way like he's wanting them to, they probably aren't going to. <laughs> it's going to be fun to see it unwind. But I, I just, Mark, I'm with you as far as you don't want to be that media guy who gets decapitated by Nick Saban. Man, send right. me. Send do, me. Do, do you want I volunteer to be, as tribute. And, and then you, you let me tell you my question. Be Nick, play Nick Saban. I. <clears throat> All right, next question. Yeah, Nick Saban. So obviously there's been an ongoing quarterback battle. You've already said what you're going to say about it. I just want to know what's the difference between each quarterback. Look, I look. I don't know how many times y'all going to ask, but I'll give you the same question. I the same answer. We will let you know. No, I just when wanna, we know. I just want to know what's I, I, different. I, 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 don't, I don't understand what the I don't understand the question. I just want to know how they're the different. <laughs> I just want to know who, how who they're different. This guy? Look, hey, listen, listen, hey, each of sir, them have, sir. Listen, each of them have certain qualities that I think they bring to this team. I. What are the qualities, so, sir? What I'm saying, if you let me finish. Sorry. Each of them brings something. What we're looking for, I, is someone who will protect the ball, make good decisions, and have good pocket awareness. And when we have those answers, we will let you know. Thank you all. I will say this. <laughs> Josh Maxton, who handles his pub and who points to who he wants to ask the questions, It'll probably be the last time you would ever be able to be in a Nick Saban-based press conference uh, unless it was, well, no, because even when they did the Zoom press conferences, he had to go ahead and acknowledge you that you had your hand raised on the press conference. So I, I just think that there is a situation to where 
it will give a sense of comfort to a lot of Alabama fans who, and, and really Alabama not only beat reporters, but those who cover college football on a daily basis to know, and the players as well, when you do get more than two series of an opportunity to show yourself. Uh, according to our, our listeners in the app, who I'm sure are on their way here, uh, Hugh wanted it out. Um, he was going to let everybody know who the starter was uh, when it was released. He says that Hugh loves the kid and wanted to show him he was 100% confident in him. See, where's that, that energy from Saban? Right. Well, he's got to have reason to have 100% confidence in his guy, and that's the problem. Alabama's it's going 10 So it's a, it's a really, it's a chicken or egg thing, right? Mm -hmm. You show confidence in the wrong guy, and you got a, you got an issue. So you're waiting yeah. to find that guy, and if that guy doesn't arrive, you know, arrive, you're you're 10 days out from the first game, and and you got a you got a locker room that's completely and totally divided. I'm going Jalen Milrow. I've, I've been on record to say that that I do believe Jalen Milrow will be Alabama's quarterback for the entire season when it's I, all said. I done. think. All things being equal right now, if Simpson has not been able to separate himself from Milrow and all things are equal, you take Milrow and you start Milrow because he is just far more athletic and there's more upside there. Um, I know he needs work in the pass game, but if Simpson can't separate himself from it and clearly Buckner needs more time to get uh, adequately acclimated with the playbook and the, and the process and all that, it's, it, it looks like it's going to be Milrow. All right, we're going to take a break? Yeah, let's take one. Hey, look, guys, if you're driving in the car, you think I'm crazy, come say it to my face right here <laughs> at Heroes on Hillcrest. And look, you better race your way down here. Don't speed, though. Drive safe. But if you want that recliner valued at $1,800, are you kidding me? 65-inch smart TV. We're giving it away for free. And also, if you come in, I got a free T-shirt for you waiting on you. And we got the big prize on the way. We got more special guests coming up. We're going to do the giveaway at 545, so you better be here. 29 minutes. 29 minutes to get here. All right, you're the uh, ball football preview party. It's not the final drive, LeBounty. That's right. Get it right. It's the ball football preview party right here on the sports station, WNSP and WNSP.com. Barry Dunning, Jr., please report to the press table. Barry Dunning, Jr., Hey, this is David Morse of QB Country. When I'm in my car, I always have it tuned in to 105.5 WNSP, the sports station. Welcome back to the Tide and Tiger Report. Call now at 694-1055 or take part on the WNSP app. Once again, Corey and Nick. All right, welcome back in. I am not Corey, nor am I Nick, and I thank my lucky stars every day for it. I'm Mark Heim. Welcome back into the fall football preview party. We're out here at Heroes out on Hillcrest. Come on out and see us, man. Heroes will have every NFL game at both locations every week. You do not need YouTube TV in your home. Heroes will offer the Sunday ticket, so come on out. We are about 20 minutes away from pulling a winner on our mini man cave, so come on out, get registered. If you are not here when your name is called, it's like your name was not called. Mark, so, here's the thing. If you registered and have already gone ahead and dropped your name in the black box, make sure that you come back. 
because I would hate for you to have your name in the box, then miss out on that opportunity. And I, the way things have gone with our raffles and our drawings, especially going back to our NFL draft party, it, it, weirder things have happened, folks. So we want that first name coming out of the box to be our winner. So come on back, and I'll throw an extra incentive in. Come in and meet the second best basketball player to ever play in the city of Mobile. <laughs> Barry Dunning Jr. <laughs> Absolutely. And Barry's supposed to say, well, who's number one? <laughs> oh, who, who's number one? Oh, he's sitting right over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing well. All right, so tell us, man, uh, UAB, a new start, a new adventure. How's it going? Uh, the city of Birmingham has been great. Um, was in there in the summertime, you know, for summer workouts and lift and things like that. And it's been very well, though. I've been dealing with my teammates. Uh, we got a common goal to go very far and win a lot of games this season. Uh, you know, Coach Kenny guys ready, prepared. You know, we start back in about two weeks. All so, right. Yeah. We, we're excited. So for those, you need to follow UAB basketball on, on social media because there was a certain young man that pulled off a pretty nasty windmill dunk a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I, I pulled a muscle just watching. So we're excited. Uh, you've already done a, a camp. You're giving back to the community up there in Birmingham. Now you got another one down here. Tell folks how they can get uh, get involved if they're interested in and having their youngsters come out and learn from the best. So all my information is on my social media at Barry Dunning Jr. on IG's of uh, flyer that I posted. And this is the free count for actually ages 6 to 18 is going to be held at the Boys and Girls wow. Club. So this is a skill session held Thursday, August 24th at 4 p.m. So all you got to do is bring your kid out and go through skill sets and learn some skills and also learn a little bit about mental health as well. So And it's free. It's free. Free. You worried about one of them 17 or 18-year-olds coming out there and showing you how it's done? Uh, no, nah, not too worried about it. <laughs> I'm not too worried about it. Not at all. One of the things that I love, Barry, is you said this camp is a, to, again, bring he mental health awareness. And mental health is, is such an important part of everyday's, everyone's life as far as, especially during the pandemic, when everyone felt like enclosed and boxed in. And mental health awareness was really brought to the forefront during that time when there were so many suicides and, and people being and feeling so lonely. Tell us why you chose the avenue of mental health to be what you go ahead and decide to focus on. Like you said, you know, during COVID, a lot of things shut down just for athletes and stuff like that. So, you know, my mom came to me, me and my mom talked to me. So like, we just started a nonprofit for, you know, mental health for student athletes and the youth. So you did that um, for a couple of years, about two, three years, we were able to do too much. But now since uh, I've been in college and we have a lot of free time and we got a lot of things getting together. So, you know, we started up, had a camp in Birmingham. Uh, we had a mental wellness fair after our camp. And, you know, uh, thank you to Kevin Love Foundation for giving us the curriculum to be able to provide that to the uh, campers. And now we got this campus free camp. Now we're going to show them a little bit about mental health, but it's just very important for student athletes today. And you never know, never too young to know about it. Not only mental health, I I'll tell you, when you speak about having an opportunity to attend a basketball camp, me being a former basketball coach at LaFleur High School, I, I watched you come up through, I watched you come up through South Alabama's camps. And whether that was you in elementary school and you hit this growth spurt that was unbelievable right there in between middle and high school, tell us a little bit about what it was like for you growing up and attending camps and clinics and learning a little bit more about the game First of all, growing could, up. Could Labounty coach or not? Be honest. He, know, he knows. A lot of people think he, he, know, he you knows. He knows. You know what the game. they say? Those who can't play coach. Right? True. Because <laughs> I've seen him True. officiate, and I hope to God he's a better coach than he was an official. 
<laughs> nah, he can't though. Corey's a good coach. I, I give it to him though. All right. You know, we not all gifted with you know athletic Damn. abilities. You know, Preach. so so Preach. hey, I don't blame him. I don't Preach. blame him. All right, okay. Preach. I'm just saying I've seen him officiate. Barry, <laughs> it's gonna be fun for the city of Birmingham to to be able to watch your style. I know Jelly Walker. He has one of those great all-time nicknames, and he's gonna be one of the UAB legends when you start looking at the history of UAB basketball. But Andy Kennedy coached for one year here at South Alabama, and he used to give the Jaguars the business when he was shooting the three ball for the UAB Blazers, and they used to play downtown at the Civic Center or in Jag Gym, wherever the game could be held at the time. And I, I just wanna know, have you challenged coach to a shooting contest yet to be honest with you though i haven't because i was it was times where i went on my visit and sometimes you know he'll come in the gym he'll just pick up the ball and start shooting it'd just be effortless like just looking at him like man that dude can he can really shoot the ball like even at his age now you know i'm like it's like he never skipped a beat it's <laughs> like he never skipped a beat the only thing that stopped him was his age you yeah. know and his body you know Catching up to him, just like, man, so. I can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Kennedy, the head basketball coach at UAB. And, you know, w when you look at the opportunity that you've been given to go ahead and hit the transfer portal and you, and you go to UAB, you, you mentioned getting ready to start class. UAB is not the same team it was a year ago that was an NIT finalist and, and made it to the championship game. But the, still the excitement there with Blazers basketball is still contagious, and it, it's a beautiful campus. And when you look at the football program bleeding over to the basketball program, the same thing here. I know the success of the football team bleeds over. Same thing at Arkansas. You know, you have... The, the, the tremendous passionate fan base there. It's fun when you see sports combined together to support one another. Yeah, and uh, shout out to the football team because, you know, I don't know if you saw it or not, but they got new jerseys this year, and they looking kind of good. So, um, you know, the head coach, they're doing a really good job because their facility's right by ours. So, you know, they're working every single day, like from morning to the dusk of dawn. So, I mean, so I think it's going to be a good year for all of us. All right, so if you played football, what position would it be? I'll be a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> now that I didn't expect, no, huh? A kicker. I cannot lie. I'll be a kicker, make my money, and sit on down. Oh, though. so you don't like you don't like contact? I don't like contact. I understand. That, that's contact. a smart move. Yeah, I mean, shoot. All right, so you just gave a scouting report to every one of UAB's opponents, man. Just get rough with get rough with Dunning. Uh, I said football, not basketball. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it'll be different, difference. though. That's a big it thing. Is like, a good and, and a helmet it, is a huge difference. It's a, it's a huge difference. You can hit as hard as you can. You can just close on somebody if you want to. All right. Well, I expect to see you on uh, in the student section, leading, leading, leading the fans in the uh, in football during football. I mean, I, I mean, I want body paint. I want shirt waving. I want the whole nine, man. I want to Trust see. Me. I want to see Barry Dunning and having that college experience. Trust me, I will. Trust I, me, I will. Yeah. Absolutely. You been to Hattie B's yet? Uh, I haven't. Man, you got to go to we'll, Hattie we'll B's. We'll talk. We'll talk. Got to get to right. Hattie B's. We'll you, you, you know, when, when you start looking at WNSP celebrating 30 years, our 30th anniversary fall football kickoff party, make sure you don't miss out because you have about 15 minutes here to register to win a 65-inch smart television along with a 360-degree leather recliner that swivels. So you'll add to that man cave just in time for football season to 
arrive. Want to thank you for tuning in. Make sure you stop on by here. Great, great, great food that you don't want to miss, along with plenty of guests that are joining us here at WNSP's 30th anniversary. Thank you, Barry. Safe travels back to Birmingham, bud. Thank you. We appreciate it. All right. We'll be right back. Hello, this is artist Daniel A. Moore. You are listening to WNSP Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Tide and Tiger Report. Call now at 694-1055 or take part on the WNSP app. Once again, Corey and Nick. All right, we're back. Nick Wiggins. I'm here. I'm here with my main man or my arch rival. I don't know what to call you. We're not arch rivals yet, baby, because y'all can't play. Y'all keep coming up with excuses, man. Look, so obviously it's no secret that Michael and I switched shows. He's on the morning now. He's on the afternoon. But really, look, they'll say that, oh, Michael's doing high school broadcast. Oh, Michael's writing articles. Oh, Nick hasn't. No, that's not what it is. That's not what it is? It's about the basketball game. Now, all of a sudden, the basketball teams, they're relatively even. Me and Corey, Mark and Michael. Now, all of a sudden, it might not be 11-0, but look, for you, for those of you who don't know, Bina, Bina Brown, high school piglet, right? One high of, school one piglet. Of Pixins, You're right. Piglets. You're right. You're He's right. always talking smack, man. Me? Yeah. Nick, would I do that to you? Yes. Yeah, but every time I talk smack, you don't accept the challenge. Man, no. You're always hurt. That's on Mark, man. Mark's got, like, meetings, right? His AL.com job that's apparently important and pays the bills. Well, that's what he says. That's what he says. I mean, you know. And you're talking about Bronner, and he's right here in front of you. I know. Look, for those of you driving in the car who just tuned in, we've been at this party for a minute. I'm a couple Miller Lights deep, and Bina, he just is always that way. I'm all, oh, really? I'm about five in. What are you, about five? I'm about there. Okay. We're hey, getting there. My son's a cop. We're, we're okay. All right, we're yeah, good. Yeah, we got pulled. <laughs> we're good. We're good. We got pulled. Bina, look. This is the fall football preview party. As much as I want to talk smack to you about hoops, we can't just do that. People don't want to hear that. People don't want to hear that. Who is your favorite football team? In high school or pros? Pro and college. College? Oh, boy. You put me on the spot, man. Uh, I mean, what, did you have a go-to for pro? I do. Who is it? Miami. Miami Dolphins. I do. You know, I'm an Atlanta Falcons guy. I've, I've heard that. We smacked y'all in that preseason game. Yeah, but we didn't show up. That was our C-string. Uh-huh. We already got it. We're hiding our starters. Right. See, I remember the day back when Larry Zonka and Bob Greasy, back when you wasn't boring yet, nah. you know, back when we won Super Bowls, back when Atlanta couldn't, what, win two games that, back in those days? I wasn't there Does to that see ring it. a bell? No, it doesn't. I wasn't I mean, there. don't you hear that talk? What do you think your Miami Dolphins are going to do this year? You got Tyreek, Tua's coming in healthy, Jalen Waddle. What what is what are the Miami Dolphins about to do? Uh, well, we're going to be better. We're going to be better. I'm still not a Tua believer. No, I'm not. Y'all drafted him what number three overall? Well, that was their mistake. So what? What do you think? I, I'm just not a believer in Tua right now. I, he gets hurt too much. I don't think he's the guy that can uh, lead them to a Super Bowl. What's the peak? What's the peak of Miami this year? 
You think the receivers make – because remember, there was a point in time when Tua was healthy last year that he was an MVP conversation. Is it all the receivers? Is it just the offensive scheme? Any, you could plug any quarterback in there and they'd I succeed? Think, I think the big thing is our defense is going to be a lot better. Okay. Our secondary is Jalen Ramsey is hurt. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. But I just think all around between the passing game, the overall, the running game, uh, especially with Tyreek and all them, I just think we'll be better overall. All right. I mean, what about your Falcons? Oh, we're winning 11 games this year, and we're going to win our division. Now you sound like Mark. You sound like Mark and a Saints fan. No, no, no. Mark's crazy, man. You know, well, we know Mark's that. Mark's crazy, we man. Know that. Mark's been taking Henny shots over there. Well, I'm going to throw one at you. What do you think about the high school season this year? Man, you already know. My MGM Vikings, man. Ranked, ranked in the top ten. That's my alma mater. Zach Golson is out there making some magic happen. That quarterback, that wide receiver, man, MGM, they're on the map now. I heard they're breaking out some new unis. Oh, are they? Did you hear that? No, I didn't. I uh, see. I got the insight. You do. Me and Golston is tight. Okay, what do they look like? Well, I can't tell you that. Come on. That'll break the secret. Describe them to me. No, we got too many listeners. Bring some glasses because that baby blue might be shiny. Well, look, I don't know if Pigskin told you I'm going to be covering all the home games, all the MGM home games. He didn't games. tell I'm me. I'm doing the call in. And where is Pigskin? Hopefully he's here in the next 15 minutes. I'm sure he's listening on the way right now. Uh, he'll show up about 558. That's right. That's hey, Mark, good. Mark, grab that headset, man. Now we got the celebrity on. Now, all right, I know we said we need to. it's the fall football part, party and we need to talk football, but Mark just walked up. Let's really get into the nitty-gritty. All right, what do you got? Dina is always talking smack, saying that he can kill us in, in a two-on-two, -two, him and Brian Gennard. He's, he's off his rocker, right, Mark? What the, he said, kill us? Kill us. Yeah, that's that's not happening. I said we'd beat y'all. What's the I, final score? 2-11. 2-11? Uh, let's see. I done got the scouting report on y'all. I done seen the video. Mark does all the work. He does all the hustling. I, I like this one. So I like this no, one. he's so, getting in your head. So let, let him talk, <laughs> Dick. So I, you just sit back there and do nothing because yeah. you're always out of breath. Ooh, yeah, I really like this guy. So oh, we're gonna double team Mark and just oh, let please. you free will. Oh please. So uh, eleven to six. Eleven to six. Yeah. Look, the only thing that is I'm there an open about, tab here at Heroes? Is that what happened? Absolutely. Have you been here since the start of the show? Uh, Do you need help? He's taking Henny <laughs> shots. Somebody call this dude an Uber. He's taking shots at Henny, man. Look, All right, let's get the Saints the only person, The only person I'm worried about in that game is who? Not you. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> well, who's, got, who's guarding me? Oh, man. If I'm the one, I'm going to have Mark stick you because I'll put an elbow in Gennard's hip, right? I'll, I'll bruise him up. You, man. We just got to – all I got to do is just stay with you. You ain't going to do anything. You will not score a point. You will not score a point. And only because you talk so much smack am I saying this. If you were just a normal guy, nice guy, hey, let him get a shot or two up. I'm not going to let you – I am not going to let you score. The first time I make a shot, you're done. I want to hear Mark's expectation right. on the Saints. This is Will Herring, a member of the Auburn family. When I'm in Mobile, I listen to WNSP 105.5. Welcome back to the Tide and Tiger Report. Call now at 694-1055 or take part on the WNSP app. Once again, Corey and Nick.
No word in the English language right, is back. less convincing than probably. Maybe. All right, we're back. It's time, Corey. It's time. Bina, can you do me a favor? Can you grab that box, man? Where is the box? <laughs> Who's got the box? Go get the, Bina, go get the box from Mark. Everybody, we're about to do the drawing. You got 30 seconds. If you're in the parking lot, you better run in right now because we're about to draw for that $1,800 recliner. Got to get your name in the box. And that 65-inch smart TV. Bean is looking for the box. Mark is, what's Mark doing? He's running around with the submission box. We're ready to draw. We're ready to find the winner. All right, we'll, we'll stall a little bit. Mark's getting a couple more names in. Well, you know, when, you, when you've when started off today with people like Sherman Williams, mm. Shake 20 joining us, along with Dr. Great Doom, Chris. Robert Brazil, uh, NFL Hall of Famer. That's right. I love that story about why he ended up going to Jackson. You, you got to love good. it. You got to love it. All right, Mark's shaking up the submission box. Here we go. I'm going to give it another up, shake. shake. Oh, there's Pigskin Pete Pig rocking the brand new WNSP gear. All right, everybody. Michael, I'm about to pull the name. When I pull it, you run around and say who all it is. Let's find out. Here it is. Who is the winner? I'll be coming over to chill out in your new man cave. That's right. You got to invite us over the first Saturday, September 2nd, right? That's right. All right. The winner of the $1,800 recliner, courtesy of Barrow Fine Furniture, and the 65-inch smart TV, courtesy of Bailey's TV and Mattress, is Logan Hake. Hike. Logan Hike. Logan Hike. Logan Hike. Grand prize winner. You have won a mini man cave, courtesy of WNSP, and courtesy of Barrow Fine Furniture. And Bailey TV and Mattress. Let, let's hear from Logan. It's my new best friend, Logan. Logan. Come on down, Logan. Come on, Logan. Put this headset on. Listeners, if you're listening in your car right now, then you didn't make it out to the vent. You didn't meet all of our special guests, and you missed out. And you let Logan claim that grand prize. <laughs> Logan, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. You know, I've been here since three. Um, we go. You put in the hours. He put in the work. Logan put in the work. Uh, Heroes definitely uh, got their money's worth out of me today. Hey, that's right. That's we, right. We got some good food, and uh, it's been a good time. I want to thank everybody for being here. Yes, sir. Man, are you excited to have a $1,800 swiveling recliner and a 65-inch smart TV? I'm still, I mean, I can't even uh, think right now. I thought he was joking, but... Uh, no, it's a good day for me. It's a good day, certainly. That is awesome That's stuff. Awesome. I, I told Nick you become my new best friend. That's right. I, I, you know, you, you can sit in the recline. I just want to see that high-resolution 65-inch in the man cave. Now, I see you have the LSU hat on. Oh, oh, yeah. So, so are we rocking Go Tigers, G-E-A-U-X, 
go Tigers? Yes, sir. Uh, I can now watch Jaden Daniels beat Alabama in style. <laughs> hey, look, you're, you're not one of the media members who picked Alabama to go ahead and win the West. You guys are the defending hey, SEC I picked LSU. West I had a vote. I'm rocking with all Tigers. I think Auburn's going to do good, and I got LSU. Uh, being the one to come out the SEC other than Georgia. Yeah, see, I, but I, I like the fact that you, you wear that LSU hat with confidence. You, you're behind your squad. Now, you guys being back-to-back -back SEC champions in Coach Kelly in his second year, do you think you guys will have an opportunity at the end of the year to get that rematch with Georgia with the score being a little bit different in your favor this year? Uh, I think so. Um... LSU's bringing a lot of returning uh, production offensively, and they've got a really good guy in Harold Perkins, and they have a good defensive squad. Alabama's got some problems with the quarterback, and uh, I frankly think Nick Saban's just a little tired, and I don't know. Past his prime? Mm -hmm. You think he's past his prime? Hey, I'm kind of with you, man. I, I think he's a little old, but, uh, you know, I was there in Death Valley last year storming the field when they beat <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> And uh, I think that's just going to carry over. I think if Brian Kelly would have been at LSU 10 years ago, I don't think anybody would have known Nick Saban, for real. Let me ask you this. Do, do, you, do you love watching LSU baseball and LSU women's basketball as much as watching the football program? Well, their basketball, their women's basketball program without Kim Mulkey was always a little lacking. Before my time, they were good, but they were kind of shaky, uh, me growing up. But I was always a very big baseball fan. We've gone to a lot of the games, and I've always been a big fan. I, was, I like Paul Maneri, and uh, I was very excited to see him win the World Series this year. Well, I tell you, you're going to be able to enjoy the LSU Tigers right. year-round now. Any sport. Any sport year-round. I'm going to be sure. watching track. And there we go. <laughs> That's right. You got right to. You uh, and, to. And it's going to be coming right at you, too. 65 inches. That's right. Courtesy 65 of inches, man. That, that 360 swiveling recliner, you can be at any angle. You see it at least out your peripheral, right? Yeah. I mean... Now I got another TV. We'll just have everything going. <laughs> there got you to. go. That's, That's right. how you do it. That's how you do it. Congratulations. Thank and you. Thank you for coming out and supporting the 30th anniversary WNSP fall kickoff preview party because, again, without people like yourself coming out and showing the interest not only in WNSP but Heroes, it wouldn't be possible for us to go ahead and be able to recognize right. such fine fans. And like you said, he was one of the first people in the building at 3 o'clock. That's right. Yep. Is, it, is so, this your dad right here? That's my dad right oh, there. Oh, man, I know he's excited, right? <laughs> stays in the household. You can't, you can't go wrong there. You can't go wrong with the man cave along with the recliner. And we want right. to thank Bailey's TV and mattress, along with Barrow Fine Furniture for providing those great man cave prizes. Logan, yeah. congratulations. Oh, uh, <laughs> thank you, Mark. Uh, this was a, a former uh, high school football star here locally. Okay. He dabbled in a little hoops, too. Yep. Okay. You, you've had a number of coaches. I was just wondering if you if you had a favorite over the years. Uh, yeah, I've got a really big favorite, you know, Grew up with them, and I just want to thank uh, Bradley Smith's dad. There you go. I knew it. I knew it had to be Bradley Smith's dad. I no, no, it. but Mark Heim, uh Yeah, he's a he was a great. How old coach. am I? He was a good coach. How old am I? Congratulations. More so for your dad because he's the type of he's the type of dude that's going to snake that from you for sure. Goes in his house. Oh, right? there's no question. Well, I, I'm going to college, so I mean, yeah. I can't even enjoy it. Put it towards tuition.
Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah that's put, put that thing on Facebook Marketplace, man, and take it. Take that money with you to college. Yep. <laughs> Nicely done, sir. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Logan, anything you want to say before we let you go, man? Any shout-out you want to say? Uh, I just want to thank Mark Hahn for letting me on the radio. He's come to McGill a bunch and never let me on the bus. But uh, <laughs> I had to finally win a $1,900 chair and TV to get on the radio. That's right. Well, if, you know, if I let people on with your football playing ability, then I'd have to let everybody on the bus. Yeah, I was a JV warrior. <laughs> yeah, I, love it. I love it. I love it. The fact All right. Well, congratulations to Logan Hike, winner of the big mini man cave. How about that? Love it. Yeah, love Logan, it. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, Corey. Nick, I, I tell you, we, we've been talking about this for the last month, about having an opportunity to come out to Heroes and celebrate with us here our 30th anniversary fall preview football right. party. Because after this, it's all football, it, man. It, it, it's it time. Is. It is time. And, and, you know, here in the next hour, we have Pigskin Pete, Bina Brown, Scott Todd, right. all in the building. High school football starts, what, next week? Next week, there's jamborees wow. tonight That's right. that are going on and tomorrow night. And then, of course, week zero. I'm always going to call it man. week one, but it, it's here, Nick. I mean, I'm excited, man. I am so excited. We got our high school game day broadcast coming out there with Mark and Lee. We're going to be at the schools. Guys, like, there's a reason we call it the fall football preview party because after this, we can't preview it anymore. No. It's here. It is arrived, and, and it's just been a great party. David Rasp has done a tremendous job hosting. Phenomenal. Us here at Hero. And what a turnout, right? Man, I mean, Good luck getting a seat if you come yeah, in. There, there's no, no seats left. The bar is totally filled. And again, if you like to sit outside and enjoy, there's a few tables on the outside. And it's but not too hot today either. No, it's a it, hot day, but not as hot as it's been. Based off what we've been, it's like, man, is it winter, right? Yeah, because I, I can breathe. Well, I'm excited with the fact that not only football is here. Again, you started off on Friday night. So many of our Ultimately, our high school athletes want to be where Dr. Doom ultimately was yeah. for, to be in the Hall of Fame. And to, to have him here and Sherman Williams and Richard Riley and Barry Dunning Jr., Braylon McReynolds, Colin Lacey. The oh, best that Mobile, Alabama has to offer. Uh, David Morris. David Morris. UB Country. In, Lee Shervanian in the building. Come Mark Hine. Now you have Bina Brown, Pigskin, Scott Todd. Brawner in the building. I That's mean, right. look, I mean, it, the, it doesn't get any better. Everyone came out, man. It, it really came together, and we want to thank everyone for all your tremendous support of our 30th anniversary, and we'll continue to bring you the best coverage of not only high school sports, like you said, the game day will be on different campuses every week. Michael Brawner making his debut from that's a broadcasting right. play by play i'm play excited to hear how that sounds man it's and look if you didn't know i'm gonna be doing the sideline reporting for my own alma mater married to montgomery vikings i'm gonna be there gotta love it gotta and love i'm it. expecting wins i'm expecting to report www we'll, we'll find out what happens thank everyone for tuning in don't forget pigskin pete prep spot the premiere up next here on WNSP 105.5, still an hour left to come on out and enjoy everything Heroes has to offer.